All right, welcome to the Flight Room, episode number 27. We thank you for being with us. We are rolling along. We about to hit the dirty 30 in a little bit. Um, thank you again for joining last week. And uh, we have a couple topics that we want to introduce. And thanks for the feedback as well. Uh, shout out to our uh, IG. We just posted a new story. So if you want to comment, we actually have a voting button on what you think about the topics. So just be, you know, be interactive. We answer, we respond back. <clears throat> so if you want to shoot us a comment or a message or any topics that you want to talk about or discuss, let us know. We have, we actually did two or three topics, uh, one episode. So you definitely um, have some input in what we, what we talk about. Uh, so let's jump into the first topic. Oh man, let's do sports. Um, so most recently, LeBron James has won LeBron his James. LeBron James. He's won his fourth championship. So um, we want to discuss like what that means as his place amongst the greats. And I know everybody's going to compare it to Michael Jordan's stats. So we, you know, we got the stats queued up too. Um, but what does that mean for him, you know, just among the greats? Like, not even just Michael Jordan, but, you know, Magic and and Kareem and Bird. You know, what does that mean as far as his stature? Not not rankings, but, like, where where does he really lie when you think about the greats? What do you think about? <laughs> I, I got a quick question, though. How, how many rings he got? We got four, five, got four. four. Four, four of them things. Four of them things. Four of them. Yeah, four of those, and then he got four MVPs, I believe. Three. Got three. three. Mm. I, I say this: he definitely, he definitely belongs on the the as they say the Mount Rushmore of basketball. He he got four MVPs. Okay, the first one with three different teams, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he got four total. I don't think it like changed that much as far as his legacy goes. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think it adds to it. I don't think it adds to it. I think if he lost, it, I don't know, people would have kind of like hung it over his head, which is not really fair. Yeah. I think him gaining another ring doesn't really like add to his legacy as of right now. I don't know how many he's gonna finish out with, but the the needle didn't move after this one. Right. I would agree with that. <clears throat> I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Now, no, that's why I asked how many rings he has. So now if he gets in up to six rings, then niggas is, I mean, well, they are really talking about, oh, yeah, he, he can't be compared to Jordan or, or it doesn't matter what he does. He'll never be better than Jordan, whatever. You know, I don't, I don't think that should be the argument, though. I think, you know what I'm saying? Can we just appreciate his talent in this in this time being, you know, in his era, in his own era, you know, I think we should just be able to appreciate his his talent. And he's he's a fucking beast at the end of the day, you know. Whether he could hold his own with Kareem and, and Charles Barkley and all them niggas back then, that's that's it, it, we don't even have to talk about that. He's in his own era, and I think he, he's you know credit is due. His his credit is due, and I think. It's, it's a it's a few haters out here, a few LeBron haters out here that always want to bring up MJ 
anytime you want. <laughs> they want to bring up MJ every time you want to talk about a goat. You know, I mean, he could. The, that's why I say he is one of the greatest of all time. You know, one of the greatest. He's not the greatest of all time, but he's one of. You know what I'm saying? One of. And there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. So I, I think they should ease up. He's up on my man, Bron Bron. He's up on LeBron James. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I, I think that uh, LeBron, uh, as far as tear, like if you would say where his legacy is, I would. I feel like Jordan is on in his own little. He on his own tier. Then <laughs> under Jordan, you get like Magic Bird. I put LeBron like in that category, like the under Jordan tier with like the Bird and Magics of the world. Like those type of guys, you know what I'm saying? So would you would you throw? Kobe and I feel like you said what? Would you throw Kobe in that tier too, or would you put him up there with, with uh, Jordan? Yeah, Kobe in there. So he he's somewhere in that same, but he ain't not up there with nobody. I I just said like Jordan's in his own tier in my opinion. right. Okay, but okay. Uh, I I would put I would put uh, I would put uh, LeBron right under there. And like I said, as far as this championship, I don't think it either moved him up. And then move him down. If anything, it solidified his spot amongst Bird and Magic. I would say that, you know. But okay. uh, yeah, that, that's how I look at it. I can agree with that. So I agree. I agree with Randall, Marcus, and Corey. But one thing I want to add is I don't think that it it's more of a significance right now. But I think stat wise, he did move up a notch. That wise, like, because I, I feel like what we do decade after decade is we revisit stats. Every time we debate something, we have to look at stats and we got to look at rings and we got to look at MVPs. And I feel like this helped him stat wise when in 2030 we compare him to, you know, everybody else. Uh, so stat wise, he did make a, a good little hop skip. <laughs> But mm-hmm. significance, nah, he's he's at the same level right now. Yeah, I, I like to pick. I like to. Uh, I like to also say. I want to. I think we should also like categorize it rather than like trying to do like the goats. I, I feel like this might just be me, and I'm just thinking about. It. I think we should just classify like maybe the greatest of his time. You know what I mean? Because okay. like, like I think like LeBron is the greatest of his time. We know Kobe. I mean, we know Kobe might be the greatest of his time. Or, or, I mean, you can put Kobe and Shaq in that conversation of who was the greatest of their time. And then you got like uh, you, you got, um, uh, of course, Jordan is the greatest of his time. You got Bill Russell, the greatest of his time. You know what I'm saying? You can go like on. 80, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s. Like it, it's going in order. For and they all play different <laughs> positions. It, it, yeah, and then even still, the game changes. So like even the way mm-hmm. talking about it, like you like. I'm sure Jordan was averaging probably close to 30 in those finals games. But at the same time, those scores was like 90, 98 to 98 to 92 or what have you. He's still averaging 30 and six assists. And then Ron's averaging, I'll just say 28, 10 and five. And then the score, the final score is averaging like 110 to 120. And so if you look at it, like, yeah, the stats have improved for LeBron, but at the same time, it's not that much off. And there was a 30 point point difference in, in the game final, in the final, <laughs> that's crazy. And and I will say, LeBron would not go to college and, and play. I will say that as well too. He had he learned that shit on the on a fly in the NBA. All these other niggas, they went to college and and, and got that got that upbringing anyway. Um, but also, I wanted to add uh, 
Randall, I seen that trade. I'm about to veto that shit. Well, I didn't see the trade, but I seen the flash across my, I seen the flash across my, my phone. I would have to veto that shit. I don't know what it is, but I'm vetoing it. My gosh. Yeah. But I, um, I track like I'm a... I think Doc. I think Doc hit that John on the head too, where he was like, uh, "I mean, and this is still even trying to compare him." When Doc was like, "What Doc say?" Doc said something like, uh, "We didn't expect greatness from Jordan. Like he came and he like evolved into greatness. Like we saw flashes of it while he was at UNC, but you know what I'm saying? We wasn't truly expecting greatness. But like when LeBron burst onto the scene at age 16, 17, like it was like this." This right. diamond has to be destined for greatness and like for you to actually like achieve it. Once again, that's the greatest of his time in, in my eyes. Like yeah, they was calling him the king and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and he lived up the, the chosen one. Right. Yeah. The chosen one. <laughs> Off the break. Off yeah, the break. Good point. That's a good point. But like you do uh, like uh Corey was saying, like if you do like obtain like uh a six or a seventh ring, like it's gonna be some shit. <laughs> it's gonna be some niggas gonna be mad. <laughs> niggas are gonna be mad, dog. Like, you think LeBron gets a seventh ring? LeBron gets a six or seven? Yeah, I think it's very it's, it's very possible because like we are underestimating LeBron as the the GM. That's what mm-hmm. I was gonna say. This nigga has like a ability to make you know veterans come. Over and for yeah. nothing, they playing. For how, how old is LeBron? 30. 37. 37. 37. Yeah, really? No, not, <laughs> he'd be 30, he'd be 37, 37. He'd turn 36, I think. No, December 31st. Oh, he about to turn 36. Oh, so you got one. He got one. Oh, he got time. He got time to get two. I don't know because he, he said he was going to play until his son got into the league. So that's still what, about three, four more years. So, 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 so that's so to, to that the Al's point, crazy though, if he played the same team as his son, man. The Al's point, you're talking about competitiveness and scoring and what percentage you have compared to your team. Jordan has 10 scoring titles, LeBron has one like that. I don't. I don't even think he could catch him in in that aspect alone. Like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> ten scoring titles, bro. But the the, re, the way he might catch him though his uh, uh his longevity. You know what I'm saying? For you to be able to do that job for seventeen right. seventeen years plus, like I mean, That's probably it. That's probably true. Jordan retired at like thirty five, right? He retired when he was like thirty five. He wasn't even that old. I don't think. I think he yeah, was thirty four. I think he was even younger. Yeah, but then he had the two spurts. I mean, two the two the two was it two years off one year, and then uh, was it two year three years off the next year? I mean, the next time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't know. Think about the, it. LeBron, uh, and if Jordan was to play all the way through, that means he probably would have retired at like thirty one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like basically, he, he basically his numbers are the numbers of a nigga who would have retired at 31 if he took like no breaks. You know what I'm saying? Does, like, does anybody know like who the oldest, like the oldest person like to play in an NBA has ever been? I think it was Robert Parrish. Oh, Robert yeah. Parrish was like 42 or some 43 42? shit like that. Some, yeah, I think man. Robert Parrish. And, and LeBron stays, LeBron stays healthy most of the time. So yeah, I know he'd be on that yeah, vegan he shirt. Really he might not be vegan, but I know they, I know they, they, Nowadays, people are really serious about the diet as athletes. So, 
he, 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 he ain't never had no while. major injuries though. That's the that's the main thing. Yeah, thing. he ain't never had yeah, no he's, major. He's very healthy. Very like healthy. Kobe had like, the Kobe shit. Kobe had injuries like, but yeah. LeBron never really had that shit. I still took them free throws. Still took them free throws with that fucked up Achilles. Still took them free throws. Still unbelievable. Big man. Mm. I mean, we'll but see. even like even like to play at that level, you know, to, to be that good, you know, you got to have like some sort of daily motivation to even get to that level. So, mm. like, what do y'all do? What, what's your, uh, you know, what's your what's your motivation on a daily basis? Like, what what what, what drives you? What gets you up in the morning to, to do what you got to do? Like, like what drives y'all? Mm. Well, shit, what drives me is my my uh, little baby boy, man, my son. Shit. I got to get the fuck up. <laughs> got to get the fuck up, dog. Got to get the fuck up. <laughs> got to get the fuck up. Got to get the fuck up. And do what I got to do. Make sure he's straight. Make sure he's he, he's glizzy or whatever they say. Make sure he's Gucci out this joint. That's it. And, of course, the wife, you know. We uh, we old out here now. We got families, dog. We got families. We got we got to get the fuck up and get shit done. Yeah, I agree that that's definitely motivation. Family, uh, children that want to let you, the people who depend on you down. That's definitely a major factor. And then um, I, I also would say for me personally, it's just that that understanding of knowing that like being comfortable and not challenging challenging yourself you start to become complacent, you know what complacent. I'm saying? Yeah. And then that's where you start to like lead, uh, lead, lead, lead uh, opening for like bullshit to come mm-hmm. into your life. So you gotta kind of always have like a, a, a point to make a, a, you know, a direct, just to avoid the bullshit, you gotta keep on a certain direction. You gotta keep on a certain, you know, uh, uh, yeah, direction you're going with. So I think that's just a motivation within itself to prevent mm-hmm. stupid shit. I need to know what I want to do, where I'm, what my intentions are, you know? So I think that's definitely important too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, uh, I agree with Corey. Like, I think you know, your offspring, your son, your your daughter, or whatever have it. Um, I feel like that motivates you in a higher level. Um, but you you sh- you already should have some type of motivation, you know, within yourself, even before right. you have kids. I think it just like it it almost like multiplies when you do have a kid, <clears throat> especially especially as a role model, you know what I mean? Because they look up, they look up to you and they see you 24 seven. So, you know, you want to, you want to be able to have something that they can look up to. Um, and, and, you know, just make yourself better every day. Like that, that's, mm-hmm. that's the goal. Um, but I do think that there is some separation where, you know, you got to make sure that you good, not, not that you are just doing it for other people as well. Um, I think that a lot mm-hmm. of people can get lost in just making sure that their kids is okay. And then when their kids is gone, then they lose, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, they lose their life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you don't have any type of motivation when your kids go to college. And I, I've seen that multiple times and I've heard stories too, but it's like yeah. even, even relationships, like even relationships like deteriorate mm-hmm. because everything was about the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's just a balance. Yeah. It's like a big balance. It's like a balance. Yeah. Well, you, you I gotta you gotta remember at the end of the day, y'all got together. You know what I'm saying? And then y'all had that child or whatever. 
So, and that child's gonna go out and and make his own family or her own family or whatever. So. I think my biggest, uh, I mean, my biggest motivation. Y'all said it, but definitely is uh, making sure I try trying to be a better better person than I was the day before. Um, so whether it's like actually reading, or I mean, reading, learning something different. Um, reaching out, being a better friend, being a better, uh, being a better provider, you know what I'm saying? But, but making sure I'm being a better person, um, you know what I'm saying? Getting in tune with myself and learning about my, my faults and my challenges and uh, my weaknesses that I need to work on so that I can strengthen myself so I can be a better person to everybody I encounter. Um, I think that's like probably like my biggest motivation. Um, you know, everybody... Uh, for you know, sometimes we fall short, but at the same time, like, I think that's my biggest motivation to, to learn how I can be better day by day. My man said, day by day, gotta mm-hmm. get it together. And, and just and even just in general, like, you know, it's like when you when you start to get just gain better understanding, you know, it, you kind of feel like you're cheating yourself when you're not, um, you know, cheating yourself or you cheating your family, you cheating the people around you when you're not striving to be better. You know what I'm saying? I think just that alone, you know, is is a, is a motivator within itself. You know what I'm saying? You, you feel like you're not putting yourself to uh, in a position to be of service. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you got to, you know, you got to uh, 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 keep motivated, just kind of got to keep bettering yourself. You wasn't put here, you know what I'm saying, to not evolve. Like you wasn't put here on this earth to just remain the same and not get better. So anything less than that, you know what I'm saying? Like you almost, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you're not fulfilling what you was born on this earth to be, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you, you have no, you really should look at it. Like you shouldn't want to do anything else, but to self-improve, you know what I'm saying? Just that mm-hmm. simple. Uh, I would say mine, my motivation is just like, just my overall legacy. Like whether it's my last name, uh, you know, people that share my last name or just yeah. what I want to be remembered by, like when it is my time, like what what, what did, you know, what did I do like on a daily, day in and day out to be remembered by, so. Yeah, that stamp, that stamp you leave. Yeah, yeah. so I actually just read something in a book and I actually just, I, I had to write it down and I had to do the job, but it was like, and it's actually for relationships, but at the same time, I feel like it's, it's definitely need to be done for uh, for your personal self as well. And so it was like, write out your last name. And as you write out your last name, create like a, a, an acronym or a statement based off of it. So like for me, the last name is Brown. And then like you you, you create your own statement off of it. So it's like be accountable, um, you know, and then you like for every letter, you create a, a word or a statement that, that, that you want to leave for your family. And so I figured that John was, I figured I'd share that. I like that. I'm going to have a whole lot of words in my room. Randall talking about the last yeah, I know, right? Randall, you Gucci, though. You Gucci. That's a project right here, I know. Randall, you got Le'Veon Bell. I know that's your cousin. You know what I'm saying? You Gucci. The, the last name is Gucci. That was Gucci. Shit, even speaking to Le'Veon Bell, you know, we NFL week five. Uh, thoughts, injuries, comebacks, cuts, uh, anything going on around the league, which y'all thinking about? Uh, I mean, you just you brought it up. Le'Veon Bell just got cut. Y'all, I want to know. His career, y'all think he's still? Nah, somebody going to hire him. Give him another chance? Like, somebody going to bring Le'Veon in. But I want to know personally from a Cowboys fan, Alex, <laughs> I want to know 
how does he feel about Andy Dalton? Because I could, I always, dog, he was in, he was over, he was in our uh, division for the longest, and I swore he was a fucking bum. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, put him on as a, as a uh, <laughs> I put him on as a, as a uh, backup quarterback. How do, you, how do you feel with Andy Dalton? I mean, he was, uh, uh, I mean, for a minute, he was a, you know, he was a professional know quarterback or whatever he he had a couple of names come through there as wide receivers or whatever but how do you do you, do you think he's gonna um you do you think he's gonna ball or do you think he's just gonna be like a, a fucking manager which y'all don't need because the defense is not doing that well but what do you think he's gonna do so first and foremost you know it, it really sucks to lose that like period point blank it really sucks to lose that yeah Heart goes out. that was that was everybody seen that shit that was, i was like god damn dog this that was a that fucking ball man that fucking ball i was i was disappointed to see that shit i was like oh shit this might be career ending let alone season ending it might be career ending i was i was disappointed to see that shit disappointing yeah. but i mean what it does though it I mean, it takes some of the stress off of, I mean, so like hypothetically speaking, I think Dak was playing with a lot of pressure. Dak was playing to, to, to ball out, to get a max contract, to, to, to do everything. And they put a lot of stuff on Dak's shoulders. Shit. That up, shit, 500 yards a game, nigga. This nigga, he doing all right, but shit. He's doing all right, but, but he's doing all right, but he's also leaving the defense on the field for extended periods of time. And the defense, he's like trying to have to put, or he's having to put up extra numbers because the defense uh, isn't staying on the field. And so now you actually have to run the ball and you have to, you have to run the ball. You have to do more things, be more creative. You okay, can't, okay. can't just drop back and pass and be like, all right, well, Dak's going to win the game for us in the fourth quarter. Because guess what? That means the defense is going to be out there in the fourth quarter too, and you don't want that. So what I think it does is I, I think he's going to be a game manager, but at the same time, I think it uh, that that game management skill. Uh, and also, let's not forget, that nigga used to win, or he won like 10 games three straight years or something when he was in Cincinnati. And yeah. I want to say they they was world beaters or they, you know what I'm saying, they went to the playoff. I mean, I think they went to the playoffs a couple, yeah. but um, they didn't make no 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 playoff runs. Um, but I, yeah. I I think we might have a better uh, team around us on offense, not necessarily on defense. I, I I remember some of their defensive teams, but I don't think we have a better team on defense. Um, so, I mean, As far it, as like clock management. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just game management. So it's, it's game management, but at the same right, time, right. He asked, he's going to be asked to make plays the same way he made two big throws on Sunday off, off coming straight off the bench. I mean, he's going mm-hmm. to have to make some big plays. And then when, what's going to happen is, and this is just my perspective, what's going to happen is they're going to try to – defenses are going to try to key in on Zeke, on Zeke. But do you know how hard it is to try to key in on Zeke when you have – on the outside, you have C.D. Lamb on one side, Amari Cooper – I mean, uh, C.D. Lamb in the slot, Amari Cooper on one side, and, and Gallup on and Gallup. one side. Mm-hmm. So – you, you're going to have to pick your poison. And if you pick your poison, that's trying to stop the game. It's trying to stop the run game. Guess what? You're leaving one-on-one coverage for, for those playmakers at wide receiver. And, and Andy Dalton, I mean, he's he's good. I'm not saying Andy Dalton is a top-tier quarterback, but Andy Dalton should be able to hit the open throw or make give your opportunity to make a play. I agree with that. I ain't going to say Andy Dalton's trash or whatever. Which I did. He was a bum. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which I did, but uh, <laughs> he played with the Bengals, so I had to say. Dak was kind of. He, 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 he got some talent. Like, I, I, I didn't want to say because he's a Cowboys fan. You know what I'm saying? Because he's a Cowboy and because 
I ain't never, I never heard you say Alex, so I didn't want to, you know, give him props before you gave him props. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I, I, but I, I definitely, I definitely get thought he was a top ten quarterback though. I, I just thought he top wasn't 10? really giving his uh, respect. Hey. I mean, yeah, I mean, you think about you it. Know it what I'm saying? Only like, it might be like four or five superstar quarterbacks, and then the rest of these niggas is interchangeable. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right, I mean, right, 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 right. I would agree with he's that. An argument for top. He's an argument for top ten. You know, I say this though: Andy Dalton ain't never had a, a old fucking line. He ain't never had an old line like uh, in Dallas, so he might. He ain't got one with us. Yeah, he ain't got one with us. <laughs> oh, I, think Andy Dalton, <laughs> I think y'all in good hands with Andy Dalton. I mean, he he's he can still be a starter. You know what I'm saying? He's one of those guys that's like he's a a, a backup slash starter type guy. Like he can come in and and, and start some games for you. Like honestly, yeah. He's the perfect type of quarterback for the Redskins, you know what I'm saying? Because we don't have, we don't like to uh, cultivate young talent, but then we got a young guy, mm-hmm. we got a guy that even if he doesn't, it's like we if he doesn't fail, we still know he can get the job done so the fans can probably handle somebody like that better. But like Andy Dalton, Ryan Fitzpatrick, like those type of guys, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, so I think, I think, I think he's a serviceable quarterback. I think the Cowboys would be all right with Andy Dalton. I don't think y'all taking a, a, a huge step back. Hey, hey, Al, do you, do you think, like, this coaching staff has the ability to, like, you know, tone down the, the offense and be, like, run first? Because I think guys- so. Because even, even – uh, I think so at times just because uh, I don't I don't think they ever had a running back like Zeke before. And, I mean, I don't think uh, – I'm sorry, Mike McCarthy. I don't think Mike McCarthy has ever had a running back like Zeke before. And, and he showed a little flash before Dak got hurt in this last game. And I think, like, you know what I'm saying – he finally he he might have finally realized it because it was like one drive where I think Dak only threw like two or three two or three times throughout that entire drive and they literally just ran Zeke and they ran Tony Pollard throughout the uh, against the uh, Giants. I mean, it's the Giants. Mm-hmm. What's the name? Kellen Moore, y'all offense. Yeah. But he's a Boise State. He's a Boise State. Throw it around and sling it around, Pauls. Um, guy. So yeah, I mean, I, I think <laughs> I think so. I think it's also going to be a learning experience and, and hopeful. Um, yeah, hopeful. Yeah, I was running the ball a lot though uh, last game though, and I seen I seen Pollard on the field a lot, a lot last game, a lot. I was surprised with that shit. So yeah, I'm. We might see a lot of run game from uh, Dallas Cowboys. We might uh, with Andy Dalton out there. With well, you know they might they might do that uh, another three headed, but the two headed horse or whatever. So I. I seen more Pollard that I cared for, and I didn't even have—I don't even have uh, uh, Elliot on like a fantasy team or nothing like that. I seen more of Pollard than I cared for. I was like, "What the fuck? Where is Zeke Elliott at?" Man? But do y'all, do y'all put any stock in uh, Kansas City like last couple games? Like they? No, no, no. Nah. I mean, nah. I feel like this—the the the, <clears throat> the expectation because of how like unstoppable that offense is people just think that they're supposed to just run through everybody and then they have like one game where somebody you know put mm-hmm. up a good fight i mean that they show the best team you know I, I i wouldn't even i wouldn't i mean they can be beat i i didn't really go into the season think they you know they would go undefeated anyway because right. their defense they ain't that super impressive any damn so they was going to take an l at some point you know and and, and if anything it would have been a divisional game so it makes sense to me you know, that's why even when they lost the fucking I was like, nah, I had a feeling that shit was going to be a fight. That shit was going to be a battle. 
All right, so, do, do you, you put any stock in? Yeah, I won't put no. I won't put any stock in it. You put any Boston. stock in, in uh, the uh, San Francisco last couple games? No, fuck San Francisco. As far as they they lost, they they didn't make it to the uh, shit last year. So fuck them. What you fuck mean? Em. I mean, what do you mean? What do you what do you mean? Like any stock as far as what? Like, cause they supposed to, you know, been like a you know NFC contender, and now they lost two in a row, and they got their ass handed to them by. At home, Garoppolo played the last game, right? Yeah. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, sir. Well, maybe the Dolphins better than what everybody think. No, no. The Dolphins. I think. I think the. I think the the 49ers are worse than what everybody thinks. I think the Dolphins are pretty good, man. Hey, I got. Well, it's a a combination of both. It's a combination of both because everybody knows Brian Fitzpatrick balls. He's gonna ball regardless. Yeah. Good games, and he's gonna have some bad games. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. as a team, as a team, though, I think they're good as a team. I I think watch this. I think the uh, the San Francisco 49ers need to pick up Le'Veon Bell. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just think about this, and, and this might be this is my comparison. It's not happening. It's not gonna happen. This is my comparison. <laughs> I think Le'Veon Bell is the is the uh, the the 2.0 of Clinton Portis with the one cut scheme. And guess when Clinton Portis was at his prime when he was under Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan's father. Yeah. So if he goes out to he goes out to San Francisco and he's in that same type of not necessarily the same system, but that same type of one cut. Get um, out of- it's not gonna happen though. It's not gonna happen though. I hear you. That's I hear a good you. Point, though. I, I, I hear you. It's just like because I see all the the blogs and shit talking about he coming back to Pittsburgh, uh, whatever or whatever. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. He's going to go into a shit another shitty ass team. He's going to another shitty ass team who ain't paid the money or whatever for their running back yeah. or, or wide receiver or whatever. He's going to another shitty ass team. He's just gonna be un unhappy. He's probably at the end of the day, he'll probably end up in Miami Dolphins at the end of the day. I say I could see him in New England because you know uh what's his name? Uh he liked them guys nah. that can do more than one thing and shit like that. Bill Belichick, he like no, he, he like his, has, he like his he offensive has players. Like three, four different running backs that play all day. But Le'Veon but Le'Veon would be the best one. Mike. Not of all them niggas. That pretty much because like think about what James White do. James White is pretty much a receiver at, at running back. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, maybe but this nigga shit. wants his bread though. At the end of the day, he wants bread. bread. They're this not gonna important. pay him. But he gotta re, but he gotta but he gotta rebuild his he gotta rebuild his reputation because he right now he just looking like a nigga who's always hurt, like so shit. I don't think nobody gonna like pay him like that anyway. But Corey, peep this, peep this, Corey. He already got his bread. He he still the, the Jets are gonna have to pay him. Yeah, seven. he got like twenty one million guaranteed listen, or something like listen, that. Twenty seven or something. Listen, listen, listen. The the Jets are already on the hook for paying him seven mil for this season. So whatever he gets from any other team. He can get like the league minimum and the veteran minimum, whatever the fuck it is. Okay. He can from another team for another opportunity to get paid on the, the next contract, which would be next year. Like he can literally sign for I, I hypothetically speaking, I don't know what the veteran minimum is, but he can literally sign with the 49ers for my instance, for, for my scenario. He can sign with the 49ers for 300000 for a one-year deal and then blossom, bloom the fuck out. And then all of a sudden next year, he signs with whatever fucking team he wants to for another 21 mil. Well, I guarantee you, if if the number is three hundred thousand, I guarantee you, um, he probably will resign with 
go back to Pittsburgh, but I hope that doesn't happen. I hope that doesn't happen. Unfortunately. One, one, one I love Le'Veon, but I hope it doesn't come back. I hope he don't come back over there trying to fuck shit up. For my fantasy football league anyway, you know what I'm saying? We're going to, we going to the Super Bowl anyway. We're going to the Super Bowl anyway. <laughs> fuck my shit up. Would you say, Shaq? Well, one thing I want to say is the Raiders, because we talked about KC. <clears throat> but I think the Raiders is stepping up, man. Like, I, I feel like, and I, 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 I remember predicting that they would be good. This the BKC? Year. But I think that they, I think that they coming together. <clears throat> um, their offense and defense got some skilled players on it. And I think that's why they gave KC so many problems. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, man. And they got injuries. Yep. They, they, they going to give some, a couple people some problems. But I also see them losing to like, some sorry ass teams because that's just what the Raiders do. Like I feel like they they beat the hard teams and then they lose to the sorry ass teams. Y'all got any anybody in in the lead or that you can pick right now for let's say offensive rookie of the year? Mm. Edwards Hilaire maybe. Yeah, I already got to give it to my dog Chase Claypool. He put up four touchdowns last. That was one game. Hit on my dog. I even hit on my dog. That was one game. I Man, think Jeff. Uh, yeah, but he's been balling. He's has been balling, though. He got yards. Though. He got yards. Well, I, I thought Antonio. I thought Antonio Gibson was going in that direction to that last game. That last game against uh, the, the the Rams. I don't think they know what to do. Yeah. But uh, but before that, he looked like he had that trajectory to be that type of player, though. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. And Justin Herbert, if he remained the starter the rest of the year, he can definitely uh-huh. take that, that shit too. Oh, man, that man. Oh, and actually, uh, Chase Claypool broke a couple of records, as a matter of fact, <laughs> as a rookie. Please, go back to my Pittsburgh Steelers. We have to take it back to the city. Come on, bring it all back. Bring Cole, you got to do a, a podcast where you just hold up a yellow. All right. And I'm, yeah. One of them phone yeah. fingers the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> the we got to bring it back to yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Biggest fucking fan. Justin Jefferson too. He's showing up for the Vikings. Yeah. The dude out of LSU. He be, he be, I think he put up two straight hundred yard receiving games, if I'm not mistaken. That's true. Will you uh Al, will so, you uh, though? Al, what you think about C D? How you think he doing on the scale, like just measuring what he's done so far? I, I Lamb? He said C D Lamb? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I put him at a seven or eight. I mean, I think he's he's doing he's maximizing. He's maximizing all his opportunities. I mean, it, it, once again, it's hard to get just. I mean, I know we've been throwing the ball around, but it's it's hard to get touches when you have uh, even even like I think uh, one game fucking our tight end Dalton Schultz had a hundred yards receiving yards. <laughs> yeah, I picked his ass up because of that too. <laughs> so it's yeah. it's difficult to actually like you know what I'm saying be able to equally spread the ball around, but at the same time, when he gets his opportunities, he's maximizing the shit out of his uh, chances. And I think that's all you can ask for, especially as a rookie. Like he got a couple big get, big catches last week. I mean, like where he got drilled coming across the middle by a head to head. He held on to he it. Did. He did. That was a, a big catch. <laughs> nah, he's showing all the makings of a star though. He like he he has it. You yeah, see the limb balling. See the balling. Only honestly, I feel like the only thing that'll hold him back is playing next to Amari Cooper. You know, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. He, he could be. Somewhere, somewhere else, you know. So yeah. that's Gucci, though. That's but it's not even. And I will say, like, dog, both the niggas are are, are fucking, yeah. 
they top tier wide receivers. They top tier wide receivers. It's not it's not the same as I'm not gonna shit on my man Juju, but it's not the same as saying uh uh Antonio Brown and Juju. <laughs> you reference any other fucking team? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying because I because come on, come on. Y'all know we had receivers out. We we birth receivers out here. Yeah. I did see a stat court. It's like uh, Pittsburgh. We both receivers. Like a, a first round pick on a receiver. I'm like, Look, all I'm saying is that we birth receivers over here. All I'm saying, that's all I'm saying. We make receivers over here. And I'm saying they have two, if, as far as like fantasy football wise anyway, I'm saying they have two number one receivers that, that you can get. CeeDee Lamb or Amari Cooper. Like, it, the question is, who the fuck is the quarterback going to throw to? That's all the question is. That's all the question is. It, it's not like Juju and and, and uh, Antonio Brown. It's like, yeah, we're going to Antonio Brown all day. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can go to uh, C.D. Lamb or fucking Amari Cooper. Both of them niggas are going to catch the shit at the end of the day. I know Amari Cooper at the end of the day is a fucking um, – I ain't gonna say he Keon Johnson uh uh um motherfucking possessions down, but dog, you can get you can get him the rock. Let's go. What you you say talk about some fantasy? Uh, what uh, what's your record right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> you let's, get right into it. let's get into it. Cause I'm I'm uh two and two on my my other joint.
you can't be a team trying to compete. Like you say you're trying to compete and you putting this nigga on the field. Like it don't make sense. We're not a competitive football team with him on the field. Point blank period. He was com- come. I forgot who. Can yeah, he can't even move. Like it's like it's like what if you a defense and you know the dude can't move and get out of the way. And they was blitzing the shit out of us. Like they shit. Did. Them niggas had no remorse. They was blitzing the shit. <laughs> Fuck these niggas. Let's go. Did you see what Aaron Donald said on the sideline? That motherfucker so- leg strong as shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because he was riding. No homo, but he was riding. Pause. He was riding on the back of the dude for like three steps. Like I was like, what the fuck? I was scared, bro. I ain't even gonna lie. I, I was scared. I was like, bro, please don't hurt this man's leg again. I guess like I don't like like the the the, the act of you coming back. Yeah, it's cool and all, but like, come on now. Yeah, man. Uh, my my shit. What I took from it, Ron Rivera is just trash, dog. Like. I was all in. I was all in. I was in, and Ron, we trust. I was one of those guys. You know what I'm saying? And, and we here we are, week five. That nigga is trash. Like he he is nowhere near what I th- like. He is, he is worse than what I could have imagined him being. And and that's honest. Like I would have never thought this season would be going like this. And I can't think of one decision this nigga made like on the field in games. I was like, all right, that's what we got, Ron. Like everything he does is like questionable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And maybe he just tanking, just don't want to admit it, you know. And I think he put Dwayne at the bottom of the bench to keep him off the field to not have to justify keeping him as the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? He rather fucking risk Alex Smith than to have this nigga Haskins and and playing well, and he can't justify getting rid of him. So I don't know. But he's not playing well though. The Haskins not playing. Haskins not playing well though. Who who's playing well? What, what well, see? That's what I'm saying. Exactly. You watch that. What, what area? What like area on this football team? Like what what unit is playing well? Because everybody is thinking it up. That's what I'm saying. And then not even just that. Like all right, if you was to say he bitched him because Haskins ain't playing well. If you watched this last game against the Rams, that shit it looked worse than what Haskins. The Redskins had look. Look, you just said Haskins was playing wasn't playing well. The Redskins had their worst offensive showing of the season after they benched this nigga. And they benched him because he wasn't performing. They saying he wasn't performing up to par and only had 110 yards of total offense after they benched him. That was the worst fucking in like 50 years. In 50 years, that was the worst offense. They said since like 1970, that was the worst offensive performance (laughs) of the Redskins since 1970. And they benched benched Dwayne. So they benched Dwayne Haskins to have the worst offensive game in 50 years. That's what they did. (laughs) See what I'm saying? That's why. And then these local media motherfuckers is like, like enforcing that shit. Like I understand. Like what? What they always present stats. Like what's that? You know what I mean? Are they using this week? Did you see the? Did you see the reports and stuff that was saying that uh, one of the reasons they benched him was because he wasn't studying the playbook and like he was bragging. They, They said. Okay, but even that, the, all right, but this is what I'm sitting there saying. Like the, the, the media, they'll say any bullshit. Like, you mean to tell me that an NFL quarterback after a game ain't gonna say hi? I threw for some some yards. Like, and, and nobody gonna give a fuck. I guarantee you, if a nigga had two interceptions in the game and said hi, I had two interceptions, they ain't gonna be like, oh, that nigga bragging about having two interceptions and we lost. Cut him. Like, that's some super whole shit. Like, that's not even. Like that's minuscule, you know what I'm saying? To make an issue or something like that, like that don't mean nothing, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Coach, the only people coach. in the media, but inside a locker mm-hmm. room, you ain't gonna cut a nigga for 
saying some shit like that unless you already didn't want him any goddamn way. You know and then another saying? thing, like, another thing, like they they dragging this nigga name like through the fucking briar path. They dragging this nigga name and like, what you think gonna do with him now? You think you gonna trade him after you fucking said hmm. he had three defenses? You said he. It's, it's but it's only DC room. media that's doing this. It's yeah. only. This, this this is not national media that's doing this shit. This is DC media that's doing it. But how was he even named a captain in the first place? If he's not exactly a he was named he was named yeah. captain by his teammates. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 did 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 a did a fucking wonderful speech at the end of the first game at halftime because Roberto right. was getting his chemo. Did a wonderful speech and then three weeks later, now this nigga's holding the team back. That don't make no fucking sense. Like. Whether you a Haskins fan or not, you can tell Ron Rivera is full of shit. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Because now he's saying it makes sense. Did y'all hear what Ron Rivera said after uh, Haskins gave a speech when he was talking? Um, whatever he was talking, he was like, "Yeah, I was about to. I told I told somebody on my staff that I wasn't gonna be able to get a speech, and then um, I came out and I heard from the back. I heard like this little uh, high pitched voice delivering this. Yeah, speech. I heard him say that. <laughs> then he said he walked out. And it was the way I was. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to say it was a high pitched voice. You could have just said it wasn't like, like it wasn't. I don't know. He was he yeah. seemed a little nervous or something. But you said it was a high pitched voice, and you didn't know what was going on. Yeah, that was a little shot. That was a little shot. But yeah. but I agree. I feel like I feel like you know if he if he bragging, he got like three hundred yards that game, right? I think he got three hundred yards in that loss, and he was bragging because he had three hundred yards and he ain't throw an interception. But I feel like as a coach, that's something, you know, you let him say what he say, you pull him aside. And let him, like, yeah. You pull him aside and, you know, you educate him. Because the Bama still, you know, technically he's still a rookie. He hasn't had a full 16 games, you know what I'm saying? So, like, just educate him, talk to him. I, 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 yeah, that's that, that part. I feel like Daniel Jones got so much of a fucking long string. And, like, he's been doing horribly. <laughs> like, he's not – he, I think he's a good quarterback, but he hasn't shown anything to me. Like, so I, I but, but just the like, thing with Daniel Jones. But the, the funny thing with Daniel Jones, though, is that like they, they talk about his interception numbers, but when you put his fumbles along with his interceptions, I think he got like 30 some turnovers. Like, it's, it's something yeah. crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like so, I mean, come on. I mean, at the end of the day, like, you can say Haskins didn't play well, but you can clearly see that this is sabotage that's going on with this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, don't no quarterback deserve this shit. You know, no no young quarterback deserve that shit. You know what I'm saying? That should be blowing me too when, when, when people say, oh, he can't read defenses. Like, that shit is like a slap in the face. Like, yeah. like you've seen a nigga. They were saying that same shit about RG3. They said RG3 couldn't read. The, every time a black quarterback doesn't yep. play well, he They can't. said about McNabb when he came here too, and he was yep. a vet. But like, uh, you seen like when he was coming out of Ohio State, like before the draft, like this nigga would go like on, like you know, uh, ESPNs or shit like that, and like break down, you know, a defense like on the board and shit. Like niggas made every NFL defense, but like defense, defense. And then, uh, when Pat Mahomes was on the uh, the LeBron show on HBO, this nigga mm-hmm. said he just started learning to read defenses last year. So if it's, if it's that. Big of a deal. This nigga was playing at the highest level, throwing up crazy numbers, and this nigga wasn't even reading defense lately. Yeah, so I don't want to hear that bullshit. That's true. But that whole I think, I think one thing, I think that whole reading defense is shit. 
Now go ahead, Paul. Go ahead. No, I was just, I was just gonna say because I see this too, and I think that they, they tried to um like emphasize this the last three weeks. But one thing that I I think that he does need to work on is looking off receivers because I I feel like as soon as he snaps the ball, he looks exactly who's he gonna throw at. Mm. And it's almost like, bro, if you a safety or corner, like you, you can, you can see sometimes, where. It's, it's sometimes where I see him go to three or four progressions, like the the, sometimes, the, yeah, the, sometimes. the touchdown he threw uh, against uh, Cleveland when he gave it to uh, Eamon in the in the back of the end zone. This nigga looked him, like yeah. left, middle, left again, and then threw it to his right. Like the nigga. Yeah, and, and I also I think a, a lot of times what happens is you know you watch the game and then Jadero Johnston and these niggas they'll be like so be it might be one fucking time this nigga stared his receiver through a pick they go to replay like look he's staring down his receiver through interception he has to learn as an NFL quarterback now all of a sudden every single fan is like oh that's all Haskins does he stares down his receiver look he did it again he stared oh fuck like that's what Redskins fans do like but all it all it has all it takes is for one commentator to say he needs to learn how to do that to be an NFL quarterback, then that becomes the narrative on the nigga going forward. Even if he only made that mistake once or twice, that becomes the narrative going forward. And but DC media is so negative that they're going to eat that shit all up, and that's going to be the topic of discussion every day that week until the next game. And then the fans and the listeners are going to get brainwashed with those narratives for a whole fucking week to the next week. And then when the next week comes, Dwayne Haskins stares at his receiver and throws throws the ball. And they're like, oh, he's still not fucking learning. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what <laughs> niggas do. Like, like I've seen this. The, the same shit that happened to RG3 is the same exact shit that's happening to Dwayne Haskins now. I watched it happen with RG3, yeah. and it's happening yeah. all over again. The same shit, you know? And so this is the thing, too. And I'm just – I'm actually going to defend uh, Haskins on this one because if you think about uh, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and how quick they get the ball away – they look at – they know who they're about to throw it to within, like, as soon as they release, it's already on the route before the guy goes there. So they stare their receivers down, too. It's just – it's like, okay, but they ain't going to say that about them. When they throw an N.O., they, gonna, they ain't going to be like, oh, Tom Brady looked at the guy. <laughs> but, but the you know what I'm saying? A lot of, a lot of these – a lot of those the- – one look pat like a lot of offenses and plays are set up for literally saying, All right, when we like Tom, you're gonna go to him. Like like right. before the ball's right. even snapped. Like like it's like all right, look, look at the defense. The defense has a tendency, the corners are laying, you know, seven, seven yards off. Throw it to so and so. He's gonna get it every single time. So Tom already know who we going through, going who we gonna go to just by looking at the defensive formation sometimes. Right. You know what I'm saying? So so not every single play a quarterback goes through a progression of every single exactly. fucking receiver. Sometimes the play is set up to go to a specific fucking person. I remember even, I forgot who it was or what I was watching. I think it was in college football, but it was literally telling the nigga, they was like, don't go through progressions, throw to him. You know what I'm saying? Like even <laughs> some plays, you tell niggas that they literally say, only throw to that guy. Like don't even go through the progressions, throw to him. So, I mean, some plays are just set up like that, you know? So that's what I guess yeah. is what it is. Yep, I agree. Yeah, this nigga don't turn shit around. Yeah, fuck the media, man. Media's trash, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't stand the media because they will just paint a, a fuck. They'll create a narrative like a box and just like put that box around your mind and yeah. shit like that. And then niggas can't even see out. Like the media is so great at creating narratives, young. And they be like, no, it's not. Eat that shit all up. 
And they'd be like, no, it's not us. Like, here's the numbers. <laughs> It'd be all them. I mean, it, it's funny because even Shannon Sharp said that uh, he was like, he said when he watches games, he watches them in silence because he said he doesn't want to be influenced by what the commentators say. And this nigga does this shit for a living. So even he himself know that just the, the way that, uh you know, John Gruden, I know he was coaching that with the way John Gruden would say some shit on uh, Monday Night Football might influence how he sees it himself. So he turns the sound off just so he can use his own perspective. So that's some real shit. That's some real shit. And overall, like local media be like fucking nerds, like niggas that never played the fucking game. Yeah. Yeah. Never played shit. Yeah. You the junkies are the, the worst niggas on <laughs> earth, dog. <laughs> like, and, and when you really like, they're funny, but you can't really listen to the junkies like on some like you trying to gain information. Cause like if you really pay attention, all they do is just talk shit. Like they don't be saying nothing. Like they just be shitting on niggas. Like that's all they do. They just shit on people. But even like the beat writers in this area are just, you know, like always it's always sources, sources, sources. Like if if sources the, were, the man, the beat the beat writers are the worst mm-hmm. niggas. Huh? But you notice how the beat writers are always the niggas who they they start as a beat writer, then they get a show, you know, a local show, and then they on ESPN. Like right. I feel like the beat writers are usually the niggas who be setting up the drama because those are the ones who's trying to move up. And you know who's doing that shit? I've seen, you know who's been doing it the most? JP Finley. I don't know yes. if you noticed yes. this nigga JP yeah. like I used to like JP Finley. JP Finley been showing off since the season yeah. started. I'm like, what the fuck happened? I think he was cool. So it, it, Grant and Grant during the RG3 era, Grant Paulson yep. was that nigga too. He was doing the same and shit with RG3. Was, uh, and now look Jason at him, he got his own show. It was, it was Jason Lockham Ford before them. And look yep. where he's at now. Yeah. And Diana yep. Rossini, yep. all of them. Like, this is, this is like the, uh, this is like, triple A baseball, as far as like. <laughs> as it far is the DC media. Like we create a bunch of fucking. It music. is though. <laughs> you right though. No, you are, you one hundred percent. One one team that don't suck is the uh, the fight room podcast. And uh, as far as sports betting, um, last week we went eight for ten, and I don't know. Pretty good. I don't know what uh, like um. There's a lot of like YouTube channels that 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 uh that provide picks or, you know, just advice and stuff. But I don't see nobody's batting 80% in a week. Like any given week, 80%, that's crazy. But uh, anyway, uh, moving forward, I want to load it up. And I- Load it up, brother. I can put that shit on here when we play this shit back of the the teams that, you know, that we shared last time. Here we go. And P sent his pick through. I got his pick. This is this week, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, they got the uh, the uh, Redskins and Giants as the lowest scoring game. <laughs> yep. And I got the Giants over us. <laughs> right? That's the disrespect. <laughs> but for, for real though, you got Alex Smith out there and, and you know what you what you what you expect. Oh ho 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 ho. Who the lowest scoring game? Resting of the Giants. You got the over on that? 
Oh, that's, that's a good well, you already know what game I'm betting on Pittsburgh. So, are oh, you just gonna do that the whole year? <clears throat> yeah, that's my squad. You gotta show your vers- 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 versatility, bro. Versatility. All right, I bet on that one, and uh, I give you some more. Because <laughs> if you start betting, like I don't think you will start betting. But if you start betting, like you're just gonna bet Pittsburgh the whole way. I try to bet. I can't get into the. Uh, they won't let me log into the website and shit. You sound like somebody's grandmother right now. Yeah, nah, they won't let me log on. Log on, dog. They won't let me log on. Come on, babe. Hey, babe, nigga, it's you. You can't. They were trying to let me log on, dog. They was talking about I wasn't in. It, it, I went, I'm not in the right zip code or some other shit. Well, you try probably Bovada. You gotta try like uh, my bookie or bookmaker. Somebody like that. That was just that's the shit I'm talking right, about. The bookmaker. No, you, you ain't do that. Y'all locked in yet? Dog, that's the joint you sent me, dog. Anyway, I'm gonna pull up on you. I'm gonna make you do it on your phone. Oh, we can do that. Cause I'm trying to put these bets in. Corey is not trying to put no bets in. The only bet no. I'm literally trying to put these bets in. What other game? What other game you gonna bet on, Corey? But look, I'm trying to tell you, I'm literally trying to put these bets in, dog. I don't, <laughs> I don't talk about basketball, none of this other shit like that. I can watch some basketball, you know what I'm saying? We just take it to the uh, playoffs or whatever. But as far as football, I'm trying to put some motherfucking bets in because I know these niggas. All right, so who you betting on? Who you betting on for this week? Well, of course I'm betting on Pittsburgh. I'm gonna put that out there. You know what I'm saying? Uh. 51? No, that's too many points. That's disrespecting my defense. That's disrespecting my defense. Uh, hmm. Hmm. All right, let me look. Hold on, hold on. Let me look. Y'all go ahead. Y'all go ahead. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Y- you, y'all ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Uh, uh, hold on. Wait. Uh, P, P's oh, not here. Don't want to just get the minus nine and shit. What the hold fuck? on, Corey. Hold on, Corey. P already sent his through. He got uh, he got the Rams minus three and a half, and he has P who? Nigga, P has the Rams minus three and a half, and the Green Bay and Tampa Bay game on the over over fifty four points. Uh, Marcus, who you got? I got uh the over. Atlanta and uh, Minnesota. Atlanta. I think that's going to be a shootout. 55.5. Mm-hmm. Um, Al, who you got? Got a two for the day. Give me the, uh, give me the Bears. The Bears at uh, Carolina. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And then also for the over, give me the, uh, for the over, give me the Ravens and uh, Eagles. Ravens and Eagles over 46.5. Yeah. Yep. Uh Shaq, who you got? Yeah, I got the Rams minus three and a half and add on the KC Chiefs. Minus it's minus three, right? Yeah, minus three. All right, I'll put both. Timo, you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, you got the Steelers minus three and a half. We got that. And who who you got? Steelers all day. And then who you got? I was looking at this Dallas joint. Oh boy. 
And I was looking at the Green Bay joint. Let me come back to you. No, I'm 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 gonna go ahead and go Dallas. Dallas what? Dallas point the plus two and a half. I don't like the plus two and a half, and I don't like the fifty four point five. I don't like that. So what are you betting on, bro? <laughs> I don't like that. First off, I don't think it's gonna get to no fifty four point five. So are you betting the under? Huh? Are you gonna bet the under? Yeah, I'm gonna bet the under. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's gonna. Yeah, because Cardinals offense has not been producing. Even though they I have thirty points, yes. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna With go. That, <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, Bears plus two and a half. Kansas City minus three, and Ravens, the Eagles on the over. So <clears throat> that's all familiar picks. Um, that means always got hit. <laughs> We got a lot of overlapping picks. But yeah, the Flight Room Podcast. Locks of the week. Lock them. Bang. Oh, I was I was gonna say, and I'll take the uh the Dolphins and the Jets for the over. I'll take the Dolphins and the Jets for the over. I don't even remember what that line was. <laughs> like forty it was like forty seven point five. Dolphins and the Donald coming back? Like Flacco. Was thinking it up. Nope. Flacco's trying to get neither one of them are good. Shit. And they're not gonna have Levy on, but somebody's gonna have to fucking sling the rock. And you got it going over? Yeah, I don't really understand. Mm-hmm. I just broke it down like that. <laughs> I got it going over. I got it going over because both of them have horrible defenses. They're letting everybody score on their ass. So yeah. They let fucking uh who who's the nigga over there with uh Broncos, their quarterback? With a lockout, Billy ripping. Yeah, that nigga was fucking frying and locked back back in anyway. But uh, we talking about Broncos and Miami. I'm I'm sorry. We talking about Broncos and Jets. Um, yeah, I think Darnold. I think Darnold is gonna uh do a little something out there, Sean. Just to prove, just to prove anyway. Because they say Crowder, Jamison Crowder is uh, unappreciated. So we'll see. Nigga always hurt. Yeah, he is. He is. He is. We got a good, pretty good game. He had 28 points last week, and I had him on the goddamn bench. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. He's Marcus, dead last. Fucking Marcus beat me. <laughs> That's why you dead last. I needed that, man. I needed that one. I ain't playing with y'all niggas no more. I, I did. I, I'm doing shit on on just off of GP. I'm just I'm just trying to let y'all niggas get you know what I'm saying get to y'all points anyway, get y'all little points or whatever. But I'm back now, dog. I'm back. I'm putting all the ballers in. I'm putting all the ballers in. I, I don't want his shit. I don't want his shit when I win this uh fantasy football league. Dog. I don't want his shit. Speaking about niggas being back, um, uh huh. I'm back. Mm-hmm. President President Trumpito, uh. Fought COVID. We'll Fought COVID. <laughs> COVID is now back. Uh, do y'all think it was a hoax? Did nigga really have COVID? Mm. That's a good question, man. I don't. I feel like I feel like it probably was planned. Um, I I, I feel like it was planned because I feel like his uh motive is to to um make people use 
whatever like vaccine that he used that was like highly potent <laughs> and that you ain't you really ain't supposed to use um because i feel like he has stock in it um so that's just my take i feel like i feel like every move that he makes is strategic and uh yeah i'm just leaving it at that yeah. i don't know nobody fucking knows man nobody fucking knows it doesn't make any fucking sense because first off the the shit that he the, the type of treatment that he went through Anyway, regular people would be paying fucking at least a couple hundred thousand to get that shit. At least a couple hundred thousand. And that's if you're, you're uh, I don't know, it, it might be if or after the fact that your uh, goddamn insurance company uh, pays for that shit anyway. So I have no fucking idea. I have no fucking idea. And I think nobody really knows shit about that he well, might i mean what what would be the clue of him? huh if it was a hoax what would what would the benefit of, of uh, like how would that benefit trump in any way if it was a hoax you know what i'm saying that's what i'm saying um like on one side like he people think he's always like denouncing like how serious it is so now like he he's i don't know like people thinking people hold on nigga People have like empathy for him now, I guess, or uh, bullshit. Um, I don't know. Like he fought it and he beat it, and we're all we're all in this together. He's Superman. You did you did you see the uh was the ABC or uh Fox special that they said this nigga had point when he came back. This nigga had uh uh he wanted to hop out there like Superman. He wanted to pop uh pop off the uh. The button up and pull out the uh, Superman shit or whatever the fuck. Say he was Superman or some shit. Y'all ain't see that joint? Yeah, I seen that. I think one of the reasons that it could be a hoax. I mean, oh, um, I, I, I'm, 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 I don't know either way because I could believe he, I could believe it uh, that he actually caught it, but at the same time, I could also see it being a hoax because um, one of the things was at that time, like that day. Like the day or the day before, like really, like right before that, that's when the, the tapes released about Melania and she was talking about like fuck Christmas and she was talking about like basically like those kids in in, in Florida have been like in cages and like uh, they're they're only bought over here by coyotes and some more stuff like they had like they actually had Melania on on tape <laughs> released like right before Trump, you know what I'm saying, said he had COVID. And so, like, actually, like, by him going away, like, by both of them actually having COVID, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't have to get out in front of it and actually talk about, like, those those tapes. And, like, right now, nobody's talking about those tapes. And, like, it's actually Melania. And I know it was, like, 2018, but this is still in the heart of a presidential debate or a presidential election that's going on. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, Melania can't actually like, get out in uh, in a press conference and like speak on those tapes. So we're not actually hearing from her or anything of that that sort. But at the same time, uh, I, I do think it's possible they could have got it because I, I believe they, uh, not only are they, yes, people are um, being tested every day and how, 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 how frequent they are with them. But I think we, we underestimate the ability of like cross-contamination and actually like some people that aren't uh, actually tested on a day-to-day day basis. Um, don't, don't, like, I, I was aware that uh, the White House has, like, the highest, you know, uh, form of testing. Like, they can test you and then know within, like, within the hour. Like, if Yeah, they, they, it's the White House. They basically got a fucking hospital over there. 
But I'm saying, like, how how did he get it if if they have like the the highest of you know standard? What of- you mean, nigga? You didn't see the uh, COVID spreader event? Okay, uh, if everybody the, was tested in the, the event. How did the fuck get it? How did he get it if, if if everybody was tested? I mean, but you know, some people even as a, I think. I think some people are still asymptomatic and, and some people it might not necessarily directly show up in their test. And I don't, I, I don't know the testing protocol, mm-hmm. testing system, but I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, Hold on. It, it, you, if you're asymptomatic, that means you're not showing symptoms, but if your test, you should still show a positive, even if you asymptomatic. No. Oh, so, so right. as, like, I think with the actual test, if I'm not mistaken, I think with the test, like, I can take the test, and I think that's the point of like having daily testing. I think with the test, so it could still show, it might not show up today. Um, so it might not show up today, like hypothetically speaking, if I were to take a test right now, it might not show up today, take a test tomorrow or two days later. It might show up and it'll say that I was, uh, I was what they call the incubation period. Yeah. And that's why they, that's why I think that's why they have like the, the daily testing protocols and what and that way they can actually know when when the last time you had a positive or negative test was. Um, so I think that that's that's also a, a thing. And then also, like I was trying to say, I mean, like I was saying, uh, the cross contamination. And so especially at those like events where nobody got on like. We know nobody got on the mask and everybody's uh, dapping and hugging and, and, and shaking hands and kissing babies. <laughs> all types of other stuff at those events like literally that joint is just circulating throughout the throughout the courtyard um so it, it's it's possible and then i think people at this uh i think uh this just if i remember correctly i feel like people were talking about like how when the temperature starts to drop that's when it's a a better chance for you to catch COVID. and so like during the summer months um i think like it was uh it was harder to catch it but like right now i feel like we people have gotten a lot more lax with like everything with social distancing with like wearing the mask and doing different things just because they're ready to be out. Um, and then also the, the temperature dropped too. So that might have some impact on it as well. I just think the timing of it was very like funny. Yeah. Fishy. yeah. It's right after the first debate too. Yeah. That's, that's weird. Man. And for somebody that, that they say like is, you know, you know, down You think, think it's because he fucked up with the first debate? Huh? Do you think it's because he fucked up with the first debate? He's trying to pull some shit. Who's, who? I mean, I don't think he fucked up on the first debate because I think he gave people what they expected from him. It wasn't like niggas thought, uh, you know, um, Trump was going to be anything less than what he was. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I don't think it really helped or heard him you pretty much got what you expected Look, I, I will did, agree uh, with that i that, will agree with that one 100 percent but that treatment regeneron i heard that shit is like only given to people like when they like on their last leg and shit. yeah that's what i'm saying that shit is like potent, <laughs> like, <laughs> like in the 70s he in the 70s they gotta pump him up or something Man, that shit is I'm saying, like they wouldn't do that shit unless like it was looking real bad for him. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> exactly. So that's why it's, it's all looking fishy to me now. Like I don't know yeah. what's going on exactly. Yeah. But that's that's what I'm saying. Like and that's what I'm saying. Like make sure y'all check out um or look it, and those tapes and everybody has tapes now. Everybody has books now. But those tapes um 
I don't think that that's something that can like truly cost him an election, especially because like prior to the last election, the nigga was talking about grabbing pussies and and, and that. <laughs> um, so yeah. Nothing that can like you know what I'm saying cost him yeah. an election, but at the same time, it's something that you have you're supposed to be able to speak about, and so like for her or for nobody to be talking about it, that that's what makes it really controversial, and that's what makes it really. I, I, I also think like. Everybody's all in on the shit. Like both parties are in on the shit because, like, this also helps Biden because his like struggling ass ain't got to do another uh, debate. And meanwhile, he got pictures of his son coming out smoking crack, fucking with prostitutes and shit. Like, yeah. I don't know. This, I don't know. He on, he 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 gamed up on that shit though. I, I I understand what you're saying, but he gamed up on that shit. He was like, "Yeah, my son." Got a problem or whatever. The fuck. Okay, but do you still, think? Do you do you think for it's one still minute, ammo, Corey? It's still ammo to be used. It's ammo. It's ammo. Whatever. But do you think for one minute that Trump would have said some shit? Oh yeah, my my son is a crack addict. Go. Oh, we need some. <laughs> it's like, come on, dog. Woo, I don't hear. Uh, he, he ain't said shit about uh this motherfucker, his son going out there fucking with um. He didn't want to say shit about his motherfucking son talking about. Fucking with the uh the Russians and shit and Ooh. setting up meetings and all this other shit. Which one though? Which one? Um, not the dumb motherfucker. Um, they're, both, <laughs> they're both dumb as shit. I'm. Uh, what's his name? Not Eric. Eric the dumb motherfucker. Donald Jr. Yeah. All right, all right. McCoy, like on the other hand, the uh the one Biden son is is having deals with the uh. Uh, Ukraine and shit, and he's smoking crack, and he's fucking with prostitutes, and like he's doing a shit. But like, is he smoking crack and then going doing deals with world world? What, uh, what, what difference of what order it comes in? <laughs> it matters though. It matters if if you was doing some shit like back then, or if you're you're you, you're not doing that shit no more, and now you're you're on some other shit. It matters though. It matters though. It matters. I'm not. It matters. Like. It matters, like, are you still a dumb motherfucker or are you still doing this shit? You know he wasn't a dumb motherfucker, Corey. He had a substance approved problem because he went through some trauma. He went through some shit. <laughs> it matters. That's why, that's why they're bringing the shit up. That's why they're bringing the shit up because everybody knows Eric Trump is a dumb motherfucker. He's not talking about shit. We don't. We rarely hear from this motherfucker. And listen right, but that's my point, Corey. The point is, like... He looks like he's on some fucking... Some fucking riddling or some shit, dog. He looks like he's on some motherfucking shit, dog. But Corey, that's the point I'm making. Like, I, I think both, like, they're helping each other by not doing a debate with this whole fucking COVID hoax. Like, I think, like, now it's looking clear. And I would agree with that, though. I would now agree it's looking clear, like, they may be in on this shit together. It Especially might be. When, when Trump is talking about, like, uh, like new vaccines and shit like that. I'm like, hold up. Yeah, look. People, people always say all the time that it's, it's, it's the same lines, same shit. It doesn't matter what party you are with. It's, it's all the same shit or whatever. So that would make sense to me. That makes sense to me. Because when I, when I first heard the shit about uh, Trump talking about, um, I'm not going to go to the, um, I'm not doing the, the debate or whatever. I was like, oh, this is a perfect time for uh, Joe Biden to, to uh, go to the debate. And if Trump doesn't show up, then uh, you can just go out and and give uh, put out your 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 statements and everything and what you want to do for the American people and shit. But uh, 
apparently the, the whole shit has been canceled. So that would make sense to me that uh, everybody is on the same. Well, the elite anyway is on the same side, and uh, mm-hmm. at the end I don't of know about that, y'all fuck. Because <laughs> like even I don't know I don't know if it's still planned, but I feel like uh, Joe said he was going to do the virtual debate. He said he wanted to do the virtual debate, and then then when um, Trump right. said he wasn't going to do the virtual debate, Joe said he was going to town hall. And I don't know if that plan has been scrapped, but Joe said he was going to do a town hall and he was going to address the issues because the people still wanted to hear the issues. So uh, I don't know if that actually changed or if anything updated from that. But I thought Joe was still doing a town hall on the same day that they were supposed to be doing the second debate. And if it, if I'm not mistaken, um, that that actually would work in Joe's benefit because um, I think it's if I'm not mistaken, that was supposed to be on Thursday, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, yeah. But uh, there's no Thursday night football. There's no basketball on. And I know there's probably like the baseball. Fuck all the debate shit. It's no Thursday, Thursday night football. What's Give going on? Kelly, What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think it, it would have been a prime opportunity for Joe. I mean, it, it, I don't oh. know if been canceled, but it would have been a prime opportunity for Joe to actually speak to, quote unquote, speak to the American people, speak in a town hall town hall setting because nothing else was on TV to, to distract from the situation. So I think this would benefit Joe as opposed to benefiting both um, in this situation, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just uh, vetoing a nigga's trade over here. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's going on over here? What is going on over here? God damn it. So like yeah, even even like he was speaking in like the context of uh you know uh Donald Trump and all them and uh um you know what's his name man Biden or whatever it's like uh <laughs> Trump has been saying this fake news shit that's been going on a lot and um you know we live in a time where it's like you know people just spread all kinds of information and uh recently they saying companies like Twitter, Facebook, IG, YouTube we're going to start fact-checking uh, fact checking your content. Um, do you think that's a violation of your First uh, Amendment rights? Do you even think it even makes sense that uh, another entity would, you know, fact-check people's individual, you know, expressions out on the internet? Like, so what do y'all think about that? Y'all think that's a form of invasion of privacy or, you know, freedom of speech? What do y'all think? They already doing it, though. So, like, they've been doing it. Like the past year they've been doing, but now like I actually yeah, see Facebook it. been doing that, right? Yeah. 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 I was we already have invested in the privacy, so I don't mind. I mean is yeah, I don't mind fact checking. If somebody because I'm somebody who actually was on like the 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 comment threads and whatever, I would say some shit or whatever the fuck in the comment threads or whatever. And it's like I would appreciate, I would definitely appreciate some some goddamn uh, fact checking because people be saying some crazy shit out here, dog. You would not, you would think it's not, it's nothing. You would think we all uh, are on the same accord as far as common sense, but people really say some stupid ass shit. They really say some stupid ass shit. But so- even within that, right? This is this is how I look at it, right? All right, so if that's the case, when they're gonna start fact checking everything, it's like, all right, so number one, you know, you'll watch some bullshit on the news where you know they'll report some shit that's not even an actual fact. Uh, you can listen, like we were just talking about the the sports junk 
rookies earlier, them niggas say all kinds of bullshit. And these niggas are have a radio show. They've been on the radio for 20 years, and these niggas will say anything out they fucking mouth. Ain't nobody fact check fact checking them. You said what? But what's the point? What's the problem though? What's the problem? What I'm saying is like, all right, all right, let's say, let's say you go to let's say on, on Thanksgiving, you over with the family, you're talking with your aunts, uncles, whoever, they're giving their point of view on politics, or they're talking about sports, or whatever the fuck it may be. You ain't mm-hmm. gonna fact check every fucking thing your auntie say. You're not gonna fact check everything your uncle say. Nah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why is nah. it that? But if somebody says something that that, that your interest, you might go check it out or whatever. You might go check it out. But that, that's up to the. That, but that's what I'm saying. That, that's up to right. the individual. But if you if you say something, at the end of the day, we should all fact check on something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, I think on, on, on some level, I think we all like. Let's say that's what I'm saying. Let's say I'm watching a video. Somebody say something I even question. Or I might even agree with, but I'm going to still look mm-hmm. further into that before I actually attach that perspective to my overall outlook. I'm going to look into it and say, all right, I like what they say. Let me look further into that just to make sure it's legit. But it's like before mm-hmm. for a, a, a Facebook or YouTube or uh, uh, Twitter to, to, you know, fact check everybody's shit is like that don't even make no fucking sense to me, though, because like mm-hmm. when have we ever in world history fact checking anything that anybody say all day fucking mouth like people yeah. express their opinions all day every day like that's some for to me that just seemed like some control shit in my opinion you know I'm, what i'm saying it's I'm totally the narrative i, I, you know? I i'm 50 50 with you i'm 50 50 with you yeah well, this is where i'm at with it because i do think it's fucked up but from my it's perspective i'm gonna talk from my it perspective so from my IT perspective is their own platform. You know, the government didn't make Facebook or IG or whatever. Right. The creator made uh, it. And right. that shit is engineered. That shit is engineered. So and so my whole point though is that there's one entity that made it and they have control over what they they want to do now after they have already made it does the government and other companies have interest in it yes but that's not the point so my interest is it's just like if i created my point is like if i created a a platform right now and it started to catch on and then a whole world was on it I would still have control over it. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like, it's not like I'm telling you not to talk. I'm telling you that I can fact check your shit because I'm a G like that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's almost right. But, but, right, right, but right. this is my point. This is my point with the whole fact checking shit. All right, now let's say you start, because like I said, there's a lot of sh- information out here that if you actually chose the research goes against man mainstream perspectives or mainstream ideas so let's say even like going back to that canon's class shit where fucking nick cannon was saying like uh black people were the hebrews and all this other shit mm-hmm. like if uh, uh, like you can actually research and document that right but now let's say youtube the, the creator of youtube didn't agree with it. now they're gonna sit there and tell me that that's not a fact when it actually can be documented you see what I'm saying? So like that's still a form of control because there's other facts that actually people don't like to acknowledge. There's facts that people don't want to uh, 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 just that make people angry. Facts that people don't like. So if 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 you given a fact that the creator of YouTube doesn't want to believe, then he can sit there and, and try to say that's some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. 
And that's the thing. That's his. That's that's their prerogative. And I feel like there's a lot of influence from the government on them too now. So you're right. I, I, but that you know they created the platform, and and it, it's it's about it's honestly it's about voicing. You know what I'm saying? Like the message that they want to voice. We just like the exactly. news. So it's a weapon. Just like the. News. It's not really yeah, about it's truth. Weapon. It's not. It's about, about what's popular. Not about Trump. Let's just make sure we know that. What's popular? Because they already shitted on uh, Colin Kaepernick. It's already. It's about what's popular. Fact check is misleading because, like, who's who's authorizing so-called facts? It's like they're controlling like the evidence and exactly, yeah, and and they're the prosecutor at the same time. Like they control the evidence and the prosecutor. Yep. Yeah. And that's right there, right? That's exactly. That's the trick right there. It's 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 almost like the book of Eli, and I don't want to compare this to the Bible, but it's it's literally information. And it's like you you remember the book of Eli, they were trying to hide the information from the people. You know what I'm saying? He didn't want the book to get out there, and that's why that your man Eli had the last one. He was like, I'm gonna make sure everybody got every page of this because they they need this. That's why, that's why I do feel like social media is literally just like a, a, a dump of quick information that they want you to have. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's not, I don't see any, I don't see any, I don't see any black centered uh, uh, social networks out here. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not aware of it, but, <laughs> but I don't see any. Last one was, uh, was it Black Planet? And that was the last one. No, nah, they just, uh, so they just, uh, they just released the, um, uh, a, a Pinterest for black people. I want to say it's like melanin interest or something, but it's a Pinterest for black people. But um, the uh, the journalist in me also agrees with the fact checking portion, but I think it does need to have limitations as well. Just everybody can talk about. Um, but I don't know how you regulate the limitations just because like even with sports and like we can always talk about sports, like there have been so many different articles whereas though it, it literally said Colin Kaepernick had just got signed to the, to the, to the uh, Dallas Cowboys or what have you and then like even the uh, other jumps where it'd be like tom brady said he would never fucking he would never be uh nobody on his team would ever kneel for the national fucking anthem I mean, it'd be like a whole bunch of people then everybody posted john reposted shit and then all of a sudden like it becomes quote unquote fact so i think like it, I, once again i think it needs to be limitations on it but i, I want to know how you set the limitations it's like so it, i feel like if it's a number that can be like if it's a number or a percentage like if somebody says like oh there are 30% of black people in the United States or something like, of course that can remotely be easily fact checked. Um, but at the same time, if you're talking about <laughs> actual opinion, um, I don't think, I, I, cause everybody, I mean, your perception is your reality. So. Right, right, right. Like, like I, I don't understand like, like who, who's responsible for this shit? Like who, who <laughs> like, yeah, that's the question. Who is responsible like guy, for like, this, doing this, the checks and balances? Like one like guy the government uses text imbalances. I don't understand the shit. Is it a private company? Is, is it Facebook? Is it Twitter? Or is it like some private company? Because like you, like what the shit uh, Dan Snyder did. Like he he hired like a, a a private firm to investigate him, but he hired him, so it's kind of like collusion, right? Like I don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hire y'all niggas. Uh, one one quick one quick one quick one quick piece of input too. And, and this is piggybacking off of what you're saying, Randall. So to that point, do you know how much 
capacity you need to fact check everybody's post. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, yeah. it's, it's some high tech shit going on that nobody's talking. Millions, about. millions might be in billions. It's some high tech shit that nobody's talking about, and you need the output that you need to, yeah. The data analytics and output mm-hmm. that you need to fact check everybody's post like that is crazy, and yeah. I don't think they, I don't think they, I don't think that's they, gonna be a new job. That's gonna not. be a new job. All right, so Paul, do you think it's like they're only like searching for certain you know keywords or something? Well, that's the thing too. But that's and the analytics that goes yeah. into that. It, it 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 it's word catches, but it's also phrases. That's that's what I'm saying. Like I I'm I'm in that realm and i just know what capacity it takes just for one building to do that or maybe like a, a right person, a person is flagged or a person the hashtag was flagged or maybe even just the the total amount of views when it gets the total, total amount of views and this topic like well, it, it, we're just gonna be that, first that, it's yeah. not even just that because people like that got three 300 followers are getting fact checked like and i think mm-hmm. brian, brian even told me one day that his shit got um dismissed because right. he says something and I, I was like what i was like yo that's crazy because it it and that's how you know it's not it's not about your your how many followers you have it's True. not about a keyword it's about i think they literally check the entire post bro like it's 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 a whole it's got to be like a whole company that's geared to only fact checking and i'm, I'm not even talking about like a company like like Comcast. I'm talking about like bigger than Amazon. Like this, think, this, shit, this shit is probably like CIA backed. You think it's like you think it's, in one of our episodes, bro? And, and Paul, you were saying this shit like uh, it's separate. Like these, like they can do what they want because it's a private company. But yeah, the CIA like like threw alley oop to Facebook. <laughs> it was created from uh, a discontinued program called Lifelong. Lifelong yeah. Facebook. That's what the shit is. And it started with the CIA. It's a compilation of all of it, man. You think you think it's you think it's like uh people like hitting hitting like report or you know what I'm saying? Like so hypothetically speaking, if somebody posted something and you hit report, um and basically like you know you can report and say this this information is incorrect or I don't know the yeah. term, but you can yeah, that that's also a trigger. That that is a trigger for it as well. Yeah, it could be it could be an algorithm too. It could be an algorithm where you know some like one portion of it is is flagged, and then they have the review team. I think it's like literally like an assembly line. If you could think of an assembly line, like I think some one person's flagging it, and they tell, hey, this doesn't look. This is suspect. You review it, and then this person reviews it, and then da 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 da, and then like nope, when this ain't flying, flag it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I feel like. I feel like it's that intricate, man. Like, I, I would say, I would say it's keywords, man. It's keywords. It's keywords. Niggas is putting in because they, they, they just had the uh, the lady like trying to uh, uh, kidnap her and shit. The governor, whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's keywords. It's keywords, and we all know there was. Yeah, y'all saw the joint where they were trying to kidnap the uh, the governor, the the lady, or whatever. Governor of Michigan and governor of uh, Virginia. Yeah, man, it's like it's keyword. I think I feel it's like keyword. it's tricky though because because it's it's like this. It's like right. A lot of people get their their information from the mainstream news, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like 
if, 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 if you know, we've been watching this whole coronavirus shit. You'll watch one expert say this, then you'll watch another expert say right. the complete fucking opposite of what the last dude. So what now let's that? say I go on Facebook and I make a post based shit that one nigga say, you know what I'm saying? Thinking that is factual because it came from NBC News, you know what I'm saying? One of the biggest news fucking uh, stations in the world or networks in the world. So now go on Facebook, repeat some shit I saw on Facebook, and then another nigga uh, go on Facebook and, and, and put his shit in and it'd be contradicting information. So how, how do Facebook choose which one is the truth and which one isn't? You know what I'm saying? Because like, I feel like this, uh, if they fact uh, checking the average everyday person who makes a post on Facebook or Instagram, they should be fact checking everything these niggas say in mainstream media. You know what I'm saying? Because you you'll literally get two experts that say the opposite fucking shit. So how are you supposed to? <laughs> uh, why would why would you allow them to come on te television? It should only be one truth. They should only be saying one fucking thing. If you're gonna be out here fact checking the average everyday fucking person, you know what I'm saying? That should uh, I, I kind of just find that that that's like that that that's more of you just pushing an agenda. You know what I'm saying? Good. Rather than uh, you actually being the actual truth, you know what I'm saying? This how I be looking though, like on Instagram. If people are not familiar how it looks, like you see how the that little red marking at the bottom. Yeah. That's from Larry Johnson. Yeah, good, good controversial content. But that's how it look. Mm. And this was posted in. This was posted in September. And this shit for sure happened. <laughs> it wasn't hydroxychloroquine, but it was was what was the shit called? Uh, Regeneron. Yeah. So I'm saying this shit, this fake. Yeah, there's a lot to be said about this, man. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I, it just seems like it, I, I find it very hard to uh, make that shit seem credible. You know what I'm saying? It just I, I don't. I don't see how. People be like, oh shit, Facebook corrected me. Now I get it. Thanks, Facebook. <laughs> I, I just don't see that, that happening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just don't see it going like that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know. It just, um, just make everything like fall in line. Censorship, right? This is more censorship, right? Fall in line with everything we've been thinking. This is. Like, so that it, it makes you think like the reason why these social networks were made to to get eventually to this point. Like this had to have been some part of the Yeah. Yeah. You were not you right though, Randall. You right, man. And uh I think that the 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 power this social media shit is so powerful, man. Cause oh. you know, the 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 power to brainwash you overnight, that shit is like just strong, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, like to make a, a dance, a dance move could become trending and have millions of people all over the world doing that shit off of one famous nigga post like fucking uh, Beyonce can do one dance tonight at 10 p.m. By 8 a.m. You're going to find like uh, a million fucking videos <laughs> of people doing that shit all across the world, you know, and, and that, that's the time that we live in. So the, inf the level of influence and, and it just over a whole population of people is so strong right now. So, yeah, man. So it would make sense why they would want to censorship. You know what I'm saying? A censorship. You know what I'm saying? It would make sense why they would want to do that. No, it's all control, man. I think it's another form of control. To, another, but it also shows how easily you could change the the narrative. You know no. what I'm saying? If if you have a strong enough following, 
and because they're aware of how easily a nigga could like you know kind of throw a, 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 a what's the word a wrench in the shit that they trying to do like they got to control their shit so they got to control the narrative you know what i'm saying so but it makes sense why I say this shit is like weaponized now because like at one point it's weaponized <laughs> one point in time the internet is is was like a, a real live tool for us to get like information that we wasn't used to because like we was like engraved in like this type of school stuff public school yeah public school like uh teachers and shit but when you start getting on the internet like you know this everything ain't go down how they taught us so when we start using the internet as a tool they taking this shit now and flipping it on us and the thing is like you're saying now now everything that we unlearned in in the fucking history books they're going to try to fact check this back into to the history books again, right? You know, say that that's literally what they about to do. They about to fact check us right back to the history books. So like that know? term, <laughs> that term sheep that people use, like it's real life sheep because like we were straying off, and I'm like, you know, come on, get with the crowd, like push you back, <laughs> like mm-hmm. just going with it. Yep. 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 I'm I'm sharp. I hope everybody else is sharp. I'm be sharp. Uh, you know what I mean? And that's what we be doing in the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we be out here. We be out here. Right. Uh, shit. Since, since you said DMV, some of the best things about living in the DMV. I know we got so much access to um, to different media streams and media outsources, um, so that might be a gift and a curse, but what's some of the... Uh, What's some of the true positives uh, or best things that you have about living in the DMV? Yeah, I, the, the people, the people in the DMV is just make the shit unique. People, our, our culture, our lingo, our style makes a huge impression. So like, if, if anything, the people of the DMV is like the biggest gift to, I don't know, just the area. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think this this area got like a certain guy. It's culture that, you know what I'm saying? I guess we can say the black culture is like kind of what this area is kind of ingrained in, but I, like it has a lot of uh, other diversity. Uh, we, have, we have a lot of diversity out here, just people from all different parts of the world. You know what I'm saying? And, and you can definitely see that when you go into DC because there's so many different places to eat, so different, so many different cultures, different, you know, styles. So, um, that's one thing I like, you know, you in downtown Silver Springs, Iraqi Ethiopians, you got certain areas where it's like, uh, the population is mainly Hispanic, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just, just, it's real, very diverse out here, man. Very diverse, very diverse. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, uh, the culture part of it is amazing because I think, uh, most of the people people you meet actually in the DMV area and, and the people that you work with, they're transplants. Like they, they, most of the people are like from another state and they, they've been wanting to come to the city. They've been wanting to come to DC, Maryland, Virginia, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's a culmination of like some, you know, some of the people that actually grew up here. And then there's a lot of people that actually just wanted to be in this area. And so, you know, I think, I think it's a good mix of, culture of people of backgrounds you know what i'm saying um and i i like that i like diversity you know what i mean because i feel like you learn more through through other cultures as well um instead of just being in your own zone 
um, um, I do like, I actually like that you can get to Maryland, DC and Virginia all within like 40 minutes too. Like that's, I feel mm-hmm. like that's dope. Like there's not yeah, a lot no of places way. where, yeah there's, yeah, there's not a lot of places where you can literally cross state lines like that. And, um, and it's, it, it, and I know, I know people, people say this too, but I, I would even say like, like, Baltimore is totally different from what the the, the uh, atmosphere that you get in D.C. And, and vice versa. I feel like Virginia, you know, you cross the bridge and you go to like uh, you go to like uh, uh, Lorton or or uh, Richmond. Like that's just totally different from from, you know, Maryland. And, you know, I, I we can stick with the DMV, just the train lines and stuff like that. But you can literally go from from Baltimore to, to Virginia on your train ride and then go all the way back <laughs> to go back home within the three states. So I think that's dope. Um, I think we got a genuine different type of uh, food feel too. Like the, I'm going to just call out the, the, the carry outs and the mambo sauce and stuff like that. I think we the mambo sauce on the map. Like I feel, I, I, I hear people that come to, to, you know, DC and like, let me try, let me try the mambo. Let me, you know, let me see what y'all been they, they love it though. Yeah. They love that shit. They love it. They love it though. <laughs> Crab cakes. Shit, Crab bro. cakes in Baltimore, Annapolis. Yep. Crab cakes. Um, Just crabs in general. Just crabs in general. <laughs> Yep. Yep. I, I throw in uh, opportunities as well. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like career. Yeah, that's another one. Well, entrepreneurship opportunities. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a that's a big thing. And then mm-hmm. uh, I said it last time, or I said it one of the other times, but and y'all might not agree, but I, I enjoy the fact that we have all four seasons. Right? Like, I, I thoroughly enjoy like all four seasons. Like, you know what I'm saying? We get the snow, but at the same time, we still get some, uh, we, get, we get some sun and we also get the rain as well as the tree I mean the trees falling. Um so I think those are the major things. And then as y'all said definitely the culture is up there. I think the culture is for me, I think our culture is unmatched. Like you know what I'm saying? Um especially when you talk about uh black people in 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 the in the district. Um so you you can go out to other cities and other uh districts and like they have black people, but I don't think their culture in in general touches our culture. And that's just my perception. It's very unique. Yeah, very unique culture. You know, PG County is the richest predominantly black county in the nation. You got to throw that aspect in there too. That's that's another thing. And then you know, we got our own music, got Go Go. You know, so he's like, even that, like, there's not like there's not that many areas that got their own genre of music. You know what I'm saying? So even that right there alone, that's another thing that helps you stand out. At one point, we had our, our, our the fashion. You know, where it was literally like you only gonna find these clothes in DC and you only gonna see niggas yeah. in the DC area wearing this shit. You know, like it kind of died down a little bit, but yeah. like at a, at a no, point, that shit died like, down. That's what it was. Nobody rocking that shit. Everybody, it, 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 it died down. And if you yeah, if you that, listen yeah, that, to that's, uh, that's the King's Disease by Nas, he shouted that out too, uh, Marcus. He shot out We Are One, and uh, okay, and a couple other like Sabiato and stuff like that. So that was dope. Okay. This shit has died but down. Yeah, so I mean, 
Yeah, that, that that's important though, man. I think that's a, like just those right there within itself. I don't think you can say that about a whole lot of different areas, you know. Damn, and then and then we uh, we can also throw in uh, the sports aspect too. Like if you think about like all the prominent people that have come from here. I mean, well, not only sports, but sports and entertainment. Like you know, what I'm saying that's also a big mm -hmm. comedy. Everything. <laughs> We got Martin Lawrence and Dave Chappelle alone, just in comedy. <laughs> yeah. like, top two. That's just them two right there. there. Like, that's yeah. top three. <laughs> All people's uh, comedic, anyway, anything. Martin Lawrence and uh, my fucking Dave Chappelle, top three. They're definitely top three. I don't know where the fuck. Uh, uh, what's his name? Hey, you're yeah. Yeah, your perception is your reality on that one, but they up there. It is. They're at least top three. They're at least <laughs> top three. You got that's what that's that's what I was gonna say. Uh, Richard Pryor. I don't know where he's from or whatever, but like definitely I know. Huh? Probably the Midwest. Midwest, yeah. Real country shit. I'm gonna uh, also throw in. I'm gonna also throw in the colleges around here because I feel like a lot of people from you know East Coast, West Coast, uh, you know South, they come here for the colleges like Georgetown, Howard, like predominantly black college. Howard is like in the top. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As far as sought after, sought after colleges, so I even throw that shit in there. I feel like some people that come here just for college, they end up staying. You know what I'm saying? Just because mm. of the culture and the people. I wouldn't say it's just for that, but I would say it's just because they see other black people doing well, other colored people doing well. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of opportunity, like I was just saying out here. The yeah. opportunity out here is higher in a lot of different yeah. areas. Cause like like if you live in like rural, like fucking North Carolina and shit, nigga, you <sighs> probably to find a job is gonna be a lot harder. But out here. So many businesses, so just it's a lot going on. Yeah. So you know the opportunities out here is a lot higher than probably in most areas. You know, so yeah. I, I do yeah. agree with that. Cause DC right yeah. there, and the DC is a fucking melting pot. Yeah, all and, cultures. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I'll also from, say from Germany or some shit. This is a fucking melting and, pot. And other thing I'll say about this DC area, the black culture out here is strong because I remember I was driving through D.C. the other day and I seen like a white family and I'm looking, it was like, they had like these little kids, right? And I'm like, damn, that's like the first generation of like white kids from D.C. Because you ain't never really meet white people from D.C. That shit don't even, that shit almost don't exist. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, it's just, just to see the little white family, like maybe in 20 years from now, now you're going to start seeing white people saying I'm from D.C. Because majority of them, like you, you almost none of, like the white people that live in the D.C. area, none of them are from the city. Like almost none of them are from the city. So, you know, so it's just, it's just something to see now. You know, and especially the city has been more gentrified now. So now it's going to be interesting to see what it's going to be like in 20 years with white people that's actually from D.C. You know, that's like some first time shit. Well... <laughs> Well, you got white motherfuckers talking about they African and shit coming from South South Africa uh, and shit. So, professors, professors, that's real shit. Uh, also, uh, like shit. You got you. Uh, what's the name? Charlie Theron. <laughs> Charlie Theron. Whatever the fuck. I don't know how many motherfucking blockbusters she done had. She from DC or she from she from out here? No, I'm saying she's a, a South African. She's a South oh, African. Oh, oh. 
We're talking South African with her white ass. We're talking about DMV, sir. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. He's talking about uh, white folks growing up in in uh, goddamn DC and shit. I'm like, it's it's nothing. If if you can have white South Africans talking about we African and shit, so DC would be nothing. Common thing. It's nothing. You know, South- the, the, the people here, uh, we kind of got like a chip on our shoulder. If, like, I don't know if, if anybody else relate to it, but I think people walk around with a chip on their shoulder being from this area. And we just, I don't know. We got like a kind of. What do you like, mean? Like, it's a, I, I, I give you, it's a different swag. Yeah, it's, it's a different like swag. swag. It's like an edge we have, like an edge we have. And like, I don't yeah. know. Like, we don't take bullshit or. Um, yeah. Like the Jonin type shit, you know what I'm saying? It's like a, a chip on our like we ain't gonna let somebody just like uh talk crazy to us. Yeah. It's like a way of passage. Yeah. What like you mean is we're not rocking like nothing out here, nigga. We're not rocking like nothing out here. We will cut your ass up. We're not rocking like nothing out here, dog. But at the same time, we don't got that chip on our shoulder like the New York niggas. Yeah, like not the at New all. York niggas. It seemed like yeah, they will cut you because like because New York, New York, New Yorkers would talk to you crazy, and then like nothing would happen. If you talk to us crazy, like how <laughs> they, something's happening. That's that's yeah. the difference. I would agree with that. I would. Yeah, agree. yeah, I know. I remember one of the first times I went to New York. I was like, everybody talk aggressive out here. Like, <laughs> yeah. like even just like I'm like. Like and I'm looking at I'm look, I'm looking at how like the other niggas responding and it's like oh y'all just everybody just talk to each other like this. I, like I was like you ain't right. coming into the, the area just talking to niggas like that you know what I'm saying like it's different New York is different bro it's different it's just different yeah, yeah. that's why I never like New York man there's too many motherfuckers over there joint I ain't never like I, I, I like New York I like New York on the visit but I don't know if I could live I out can't there stand like, New York there's too many motherfuckers I'm a I, I, I'm a nigga that likes I can't even drive through that motherfucker. I can't fuck with New York. Yeah, I like it. If, when I, can't, if I can't drive through there, I can't fuck with you. I could do it like a weekend and then just skip out. I don't, just like not that. even a whole weekend. Them hotel rooms in New York be tiny as shit. <laughs> they got some small ass hotel. Like every everything in New York is so small and expensive. You know? Like like DC uh-huh. expensive, but New York is like smaller. You know what I'm saying? Like for no reason. For no reason. For no reason. For no reason. I can't fuck with New York like that. I never fuck with New York. Mm-mm. Y'all ever rode in New York subways before? I ain't never been on a subway in New York. No, I don't even want to do that. I don't even want to do that to myself. It's crazy. There's always something going on. It's like, you know how you ride the subway here and you'll see like teenagers acting up or you'll see like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like school, school kids like messing with like grown ass adults in suits. It's, yeah. it's like over in New York, like everybody's oh, fucking like messing with somebody. Like you, you sit, you look left, and you see somebody talking to somebody, and somebody getting offended, and somebody arguing. Why right. snakes going to jail every day? It's like, <laughs> and, and it's so packed. Like their their um their train system, like you be shoulder to shoulder for the most part. So that shit, it's like it's almost like you're gonna be on edge regardless because you you too close to people. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then you know how we, I'll be going to jail every day. I can't be fucking <laughs> with these niggas. I'll be going to jail every day. I cannot. Then you know how we got like uh, every once in a while, like during the day or however often you have like these random like dance experiences or what have you, like here in DC. 
like in New York, it seemed like, I mean, I've been there a couple of times and we rode the Metro, I mean, uh, subway system, like legit, they had full blown like- Oh yeah. Shows in the middle of like battles, exactly. everything. like they have a DJ set up in the middle of the fucking subway station. Yep. Like, literally oh, shit. battling and dancing and all that. <laughs> and then you still got the people that- Yo, are- I seen the nigga on the train. <laughs> Yeah, that's what's no, great. People that dance on the cars. That's wild. I seen the nigga on the, the craziest shit. I seen it on the DC train. It was like some some random dude. He was like pole dancing and, and on the fucking train. That was weird. You know what I'm saying? But you know that that. But that's only one time. You know what I'm saying? You know? I was like, all right, I'm going home. I was, like, right, home. I was like, all right, this is awkward as shit. I was like, his kids on this joint, and he was over there just living his life. Like, it felt like he, it seemed like he had to get that off. You know, what I'm saying? he had to get that shit off, bro. That shit was sick. Nah, Being you like ten times, ten times that shit. Dog. I can't fuck with it. I can't fuck with it. I'll never go to fucking New York. Well, I never go. But I've been in New York, but I will never like New York. That's what I mean to say. I will never like New York. How, how, how much how much how much would it take you to uh uh live in New York? Nigga, you gotta give me a Wait, New York you gotta give me a New York City, right? Yeah. Talking about money, how much money would it take you? Yeah. A billion plus like, I like if you want like you talking about if you want to live comfortable. Ooh, are you talking about like some like nah, nah, shit? He, he said he don't he would he don't fuck with New York period. But how much money period? How much money would it take for him to just you know up and move to New York? Be a, Relocate. Yeah, I need a billion plus, nigga. I need yeah. a billion plus. Said, I need so, a bill. I, so I don't have to deal with niggas. So I don't have to deal with nobody. <laughs> I'm staying in my shit. That's the good thing about the DC area, because literally you can be in the city 30 minutes later, you away from everybody. Like, nigga, you can literally, like, there's areas in Peachy County where, nigga, you out the mix, like, and you only 30 minutes from the city. The same thing in areas in Montgomery County. Twenty minutes outside of DC, you could be missing. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. if you go to the right areas. So. Exactly. You know, that's the great thing about living here, because exactly. you could be close to the city, but not close to the city. Missing. Exactly. Exactly. Shit, exactly. Nigga, if I could find me a little joint out in Albany, nigga, like I, that's like the perfect location to me. Albany, like nigga, that shit is like literally really? right off Georgia Avenue. And it's away from everything at the same time. That shit is crazy. Yeah, that shit down the line. That shit is down the line. Only right. Oh, and, and the funny thing, down the line. I don't know if y'all knew that. You know, you know that Georgia Avenue goes all the way to Baltimore. If you follow yeah, Georgia Avenue rides. straight, you just keep taking rides. that shit all the way down. That shit take you to Baltimore. I had yeah. no idea. I just that's a that's a round way. They said Route fifty go Route fifty go all the way to California. They said what? What does? Yeah, Route fifty. Route fifty to the turn of three hundred one. Oh, for real. Damn. Shit, Route One. Route One was the original shit. Route One. Hey, Corey, I got another question. Hmm. Uh, how much money would it take for you to do the Henny Challenge? I, I knew that was coming. No, nah, I never do it. I never do it. <laughs> you, you would never do that. I'm a gr- I'm a grown ass man at this point in time, and maybe you might have got me with some money when I was back in college. <laughs> you might have got me. You a may have got me 
a brief. You may have got me, but I've never, I've never been a like, briefcase huh? A briefcase with cash, like deal or no deal. How much cash? How much cash? I'm There's asking you. <laughs> you look. Ain't, all right. Uh, we'll be all right, all right hold on. Before you answer, right? A, bo- a bottle of Henny is like what thirty-five, forty dollars, right? So basically, uh-huh. you're spending forty dollars to make more money. How much bread would you have to spend <laughs> to take that? And we talk about a whole fifth, take right? Take that forty dollars and turn that into, you know what I'm saying? And we talk about a whole fifth, right? Yeah, the big yeah, whole yeah. fifth. Yeah. So basically, somebody yeah. saying, "Hey, you spend forty dollars, I'm gonna give you forty thousand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Will you take that henny to the head for that forty thousand? The only reason why I'm throwing that number out there because the bottle of henny is about forty, so. I'm just throwing that out there. Like for mm-hmm. forty thousand dollars, would you take that shit straight to the head? Nah, I need, I need at least a mil for that. I like, like, look at Alex. Yeah, I, I'm with Alex. Alex on you don't you don't know what's gonna Nigga, happen. I, Corey, don't know what's gonna happen. We don't, we don't, we don't know what's going Who do you think you are, Corey? Right, have you ever drank a whole fifth in one night? Like I'm, I'm saying, like, a, I'm not saying that one time. Cool. I'm just saying through a whole. You've done that shit before. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Corey doesn't have. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I've done it. Uh, I, I've drinking <laughs> shit. Uh, um, you got to pace your shit. You got to pace your shit. But they talking about drinking that shit just straight up to the motherfucking head. No. No, you got to pay me, nigga. Because that, that motherfucking night, that motherfucking next day is going to be... And it might be another couple of days that I'm going to be fucked up, dog. I'm not going to take no shit to you the gotta drink a shitload of water, be, But did you be out here off my motherfucking... <laughs> Rocker, nigga. I'm you know, not about to have rocker for no nothing. Now, if, if I do that shit, if I do that shit, I'm drinking a shitload of water. I'm gonna take some Pedialyte. I'm just any a, a fucking drink some pickle juice, like any fucking thing that just keeps me hydrated and and, and just keeps those effects off. That's what I'm fucking with. Like, okay, but what, if what I do that shit, it's not gonna work. This shit is not gonna work because you're drinking a whole fucking. Tank, nigga, you drinking a fucking. That's why you tank gotta at one point you try to do your best. You, you, can, your, you, can, <laughs> you can you can go ahead and move your water, and your pickle juice, or whatever the fuck. But you're already gonna be off your goddamn ass. Who's gonna help you drink your fucking water and your fucking pickle juice or whatever you're the fuck? Talking about before or after, Mark? Before, before and after, I probably drink no, but Mark, water, pickle juice. What? What's your price? What's your price? I mean, I said forty thousand. I probably do that oh. shit for forty thousand, dog. <laughs> okay. Nah, like, like, let's be real. Like, niggas, niggas be getting drunk and shit for the free. <laughs> like, true. come on, man. Like, niggas be getting fucked up for the free, bro. Like, come on, on accident. Man. Let's be real. On accident. Like, nigga, say, none of them are free, but on accident. On accident, but still, like, you'll spend forty to get fucked up. So why not spend forty to get fucked up and make money? You know. Like, I hear that. Up. I hear that. <laughs> I hear that, but it's on accident. I as mean, long as, as long as I got my hospital bills covered <laughs> after <laughs> that's what I'm saying, I, nigga. I gotta do. I'll take a hundred. I'll take a hundred k. That's my hospital. Yeah. Had an IV ready. Had an IV ready. Right, all of that shit. I don't want to yeah. be charged. I don't want to get that bill for no like five thousand. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I need some money, dog. As big as my ass is, dog, whoa, whoa, some- whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Whatever, nigga. I ain't, I ain't even going in all that shit. Whatever, but as big as my ass is, dog, I'm a big motherfucker. As far as being a, a, 
taller than most motherfuckers and, and outweighing niggas and shit. But whatever. I'm just saying, dog. As big as my motherfucking ass is, I'm not. Yeah, I need some motherfucking money. I need some motherfucking money, dog. I'm too big. I'm too big to just be out here throwing the fuck up and curling on everybody's couches and shit. You done it before? Nah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, oh, Erlen, yeah, I've heard before, yeah, of course, of course, of course, but I ain't took no goddamn bottle to the fucking head and might shit, as well. no. Might as well. What nah, the but fuck? take it and take the whole bottle to the head is a lot, though, yeah. Hey, Randall, if he, if he added up all of them shots, if he added up all them shots in Mexico, wouldn't that be a bottle? He's a bus. <laughs> it might be. It might be. But it was in fucking moderation, dog. No, it was not, bro. He said it was in moderation. He was taking his time. He, he was taking his time with it. He wasn't just taking it all to the end. He was. You can't just fuck down a fucking bottle with Henny, dog. Nobody downs a fucking bottle with Henny and just, and just comes up and like, ugh. Hey, yeah, they got videos of that shit, though. That shit. Next? I seen it. I seen the nigga do that before. That, he, he, he was good, but he was alive. Yeah. He, he, he was alive for a good five minutes. Alive. <laughs> he looked fucked up. Five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, uh, he was alive for a good five minutes. Hell no, nah, dog. Hey, hell no. Nah. I would never. I would never do. And that shit would come down to some fucking peer pressure type shit. How the fuck <laughs> you goddamn? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel. I could survive that shit if I drink a lot of water, young. I think I could probably. No, you no. You gonna puke all that water? I would. Are are you allowed? Are you allowed to puke right after? That's that's the only way I would do it. I do a fifty. I think think your body's gonna have. That's gonna do that shit. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Your body gonna reject that shit. Because your body gonna be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, nigga, you tripping? Your body gonna literally say, nigga, you tripping? Like. <laughs> Literally, you ever take like a double shot, like, and you feel your stomach like kind of turn a little bit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like that's what I'm talking about. Like, so a whole bottle, honey, your your stomach gonna be flipping. Like, nigga, trust me. And depending like what you like, your stomach gonna be doing all kinds of shit. Already like acidic or nothing on your stomach. You need like you need just like straight rice and beans or some heavy, some sturdy, some sturdy. Imagine all of that shit coming out. Ugh. That actually might be a good thing. That actually would be a good thing, though. <laughs> like, as, as disgusting as that is, that's a positive, though, nigga. You probably, if you don't throw up, that's a problem. Yeah, you in trouble. You, know? you in trouble if you don't throw up. If you try, you like, in trouble if you don't throw up. So, thank you. So, yeah, what would your blood alcohol level be with a whole bottle of Henny? Like, what, like, that shit would be nuts. Yeah. Mm. That's terrible. Yeah. That's your, your bloodstream gonna be like 20. Percent alcohol, nigga. <laughs> That's crazy within itself. I wish Phil was on this jump. I was gonna say, I wonder what he would. I wonder what number he would throw out there. You know why he ain't in here? You know why he ain't in here? Cause he owed me some lettuce. He owed me some lettuce cause he thought the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers was gonna lose to the goddamn. Philadelphia Eagles. Fuck them niggas. How much he owe you? 50. 50. Just 50. Just 50. Can I get my 50 racks? Can I get my 50 racks? 
God damn, can I have my 50? Real quick, uh, to end out, to close out, um, outside of uh, Regeneron, what Trumpito is taking, <laughs> um, what are some some things, some, you know, some supplements or anything? Uh, we all, you know, grown ass men. What's some things that y'all are taking to uh, improve your quality of life? I'm gonna go real quick because uh, just getting money. Uh, I be taking like detox tea, to get <laughs> the, uh, the uh, like international store, like every now and then, like on my off days because you know I got bad guts. But <laughs> uh, I do also take uh, one a day uh, men's gummies. Yeah, <laughs> are those the men's gummies? Mm-hmm. I do that. Huh? But it's fucked up. What men's gummies? One a day vitamins, gummies, multi daily vitamins. Yeah. But it's fucked up because, like, recently, recently I just realized, uh, like, I'm halfway through the bottle and it don't say for 55 and older. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn, boy. Damn, boy. You're too old. You're too young. You gonna finish the bottle? Yeah, I mean, I'm already, you know. I'm not- <laughs> You can't take them for the rest of your life. You ain't fucked up. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, just like that. But mine say 55 and older. <laughs> you yeah. got the 55 yeah. fucked up. I fucked up. I fucked up, boy. Mm. Yeah, I, um, I actually, uh, I do vitamin C pills. Um, not even, not even actual pills. Oh yeah, fifty plus. Oh, shit, boy. Geriatric. No, don't, don't, don't put that up there. Why do you do that to yourself? Don't do that. That just clears down the bottle, though. Oh, it's like the, the the prunes bottle. Why did you do that to yourself, son? Oh shit. But I um I do actually vitamin C. I do chewables. Um. Don't ask me why, but I just I like the chewables better than the actual pills. I'm I'm a little kid, but um, there's a lot of black men that have vitamin C deficiency, so that's that's something that you know uh-huh. I just make sure I make sure I try to take that. Um, get that orange juice. Get that orange juice. Do dairy. I don't I don't do dairy a lot, so I actually try to try to get as much as uh Paul's vitamin D as I can. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mm. Uh, but I don't do dairy, so I need to. I need some type of, you know, what I'm saying, like supplement for that. Um, so I'll always, you know, what I'm saying the sun. The sunlight is a good thing um, for vitamin D. But good um, they actually got that in them. They got that. It's a strong amount of that in here in these uh, multivitamin joints too. So that's why I take these. Um, and then zinc. Zinc is a big one um, because I feel like it has so many different benefits in it. In it. Strengthens your uh, immune system. Sea um, uh, moss is actually I looked up sea moss and sea moss is like beneficial all the way around. Like I, I I don't think that should taste good, but it's 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 actually beneficial for like your body, your skin, everything. Like yeah, you can you can mix your sea moss with uh you can mix your sea moss with Jamaican shit. Your noble juices. Yeah, I know. I know. I try. I try not to do juices because I want abs too, like Randall. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me, man. I, I know some people take like I know some people that's you know in their thirties they take like twelve vitamins a day, and I just 
I, I, I wonder, you know, I wonder like what, what those are, like what's beneficial that's like healthy for you, you know what I'm saying? But mm, yeah, I'm, on a, I'm sure everybody, I'm sure some people got like stuff they swear on, so I don't know. I'm on a uh, nice little CMOS kick where we adding CMOS to my uh, to my fruit smoothies and whatnot that we making, um, and then also Jen. There's some elderberry and then there's some other stuff that's in these little concoctions that she be making. I can't really think about what else is in there, but it's a nice little nice little concoction of vitamins and nutrients that uh, look to build on health. I'll find it. Mm-hmm. Anybody here about? Uh, um, was it something seed meringue 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 yeah no yeah that's it that's in the that's in the uh so we take like we be taking like shots in the morning it's like a it's a shot of meringue it's some like um elderberry it's some turmeric and it's a whole bunch oh, of like, yeah like flaxseed. yeah sometimes she even put flaxseed and flaxseed and maybe flaxseed oil in there as well um yeah so make sure if you take that stuff, you uh you got a bathroom handy. Um, <laughs> I only do that show my off days. <laughs> oh yeah, and I do. Uh, they got these uh apple cider vinegar uh gummies too, cause that just taking it the concentrated part and doing it by spoon, that shit is potent, and and you will go immediately to the bathroom. So I do the. I actually do uh, uh vinegar gummies, and and they do the same thing, but they're just not as potent. They help you. They help. Uh, they help clean you out, so you ain't keeping all of that dirty shit in your body. Also, mm. also uh, ginger shots. Ginger shots when it's like uh, concentrated ginger, lemon juice, and cayenne pepper. Mm. Going too. You, you do got that daily? Huh? You do that daily? Not daily, but like if uh, when I get a, a, a good sweat going, that shit helps. You in the right. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. That sounds like it goes straight through you too. Uh, oh. Robex or Robex, whatever you call them, they got they got good ginger shots. What you got? Uh, I mean, I haven't really been taking anything. I think at one point I was taking zinc and magnesium, and uh, outside of that, um, I haven't really been taking nothing, man. Uh. I usually just try to drink a shitload of water, yeah. <laughs> be honest with you, that, I, that that's that that be my shit. And uh, I try to eat uh, to get some some uh, eat bananas because they they are rich in potassium. I think that's good, you know. what I'm saying especially because like I be running and shit, so they say potassium is good for like um, you know uh, uh, post workout and shit like that. So, uh, but that's about it. Um, but I don't, I don't really be taking like vitamins and pills. I should. Don't get me wrong. I'm, it's not like I'm against it. I just never really got into it like that. But um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much it, man. I just try to make sure I drink a lot of water, you know, and uh, that's about it. <clears throat> Corey, what you got? Look, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now. Don Q, y'all. Don Q. Yo, damn, how you gonna get my shit? <laughs> damn, I, I'm just trying, but, but you gotta do it like this, though. And Baconator, and Baconator. Get you, get, you get you a little ice. You gotta have a red cup. You can't have nothing else. You have to have a red cup. Put a little ice in that thing. Put a little ice in that thing. And then get you a little Don Q, DQ, DQ, and some Coke, dog. And you all Gucci. You're Gucci. 
Coke, Coca-Cola. Yeah, a little Coca-Cola, dog. Oh, at the end of the day, Coca-Cola. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, all that damn sugar. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to give you the secret. Damn, can I tell you the secret? <laughs> can I tell you the secret? At the end of the day, you got you some Don Q, some ice, some cup. You just got late night voice. Right. Damn. Damn. Everybody hating on me right now. Can I can I finish? Can you I say finish? Everybody hating on me. Can I finish? <laughs> tell, them, tell them, Marcus. Can I finish, dog? I'm just trying to finish, dog. I'm trying to finish. Go ahead, man. Corey. Go ahead. Hold up. Mmm. 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 Do you know what was in that cup? Do you know what was in that cup? You are a hell of a role model. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, 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 look. Don Q, a little ice, a little coke, and then you know what? You know what you gotta do after that? Do you know what you gotta do after that? You gotta order some goddamn Wendy's and get your motherfucking bacon in there. I'm telling y'all to live foul, and what we're not gonna do is allow that. I'm shit. trying to tell you how to look good. What'd you say, Randall? Good. What's the last thing you just said? G-O-O-O-O-O-O-D. Good. I said, you look good. And we're not going to let y'all do that. We're going to give y'all, you know, all the keys, all the gems right here on the flight. We're living good. Flight Room Podcast. Weekly. Check with us. Good. Instagram. YouTube coming soon to Spotify and uh, other platforms where you can watch a podcast. Just stay tuned. We're constantly going out. Merch Shout out the fourth quarter, real quick. Good. Yeah. Time to get ready. Uh, yeah. We're coming out with a sports uh, podcast called the fifth quarter. Just stay tuned. Merch is coming soon. October. Just stay tuned. I holla. Good. I mean, good. <laughs>